This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, October 1st, 2019, episode 246. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, visit our website, InfectionPodcast.com. Joining me as he does each and every week from the great state of Boise, Idaho, Hey, Brian, oh, yeah. how are you? I'm going to sit here and look at my camera because, uh, you know, everybody <laughs> going to be criticized about it. So, hey, Brian, how, what's going on? I'm going to stare into a corner where there's no monitor yeah. to do the show. How are you? That's fine. Thank you for looking away. I mean, eye contact. Me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can't see anything. Can't switch the sh- shot. But uh, d- yeah, we're good. This yeah, is just, great. Just for- ignore the rest of the show. Yeah, that's it's fine. I mean, even though most of our listeners are via uh, RSS, listen in their car, have never even seen the video of the program. This is clearly the most important thing. I'm just I'm gonna put my feet up over here. I'm just gonna hang out, just there hang out and do the show. Me. Yeah, I mean, this is doing great. what the, the audience demands. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm hanging out. What's going on? Well, if you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, eat some peanuts, just blog. hang out here. You know, it's it's only, it's only podcast. <laughs> I'll be I'll just be professional here and continue on Bitertech.com. Uh, of course, you should go check out our website infectionpodcast.com. And if you look on the right hand side. Uh, there's a place where you can send Nick messages all day called Discord. And uh, if you go there, click click that link. It'll take you to create an account. They have a mobile app. They have a web-based app. They have uh, a desktop app that works very well. And it's an excellent way to hang out and play games. There's a place so you can suggest news topics. If there's something that you think we should be covering, you can do that in there. Uh, also, we have our Steam group if you want to get a notification of when the live show starts. And that will... Uh, that will just right before the show. If you happen to be there, you can jump in, join us live, be a part of the game giveaway, uh, give some feedback in the chat while we're doing the recording. Uh, we have our YouTube channel, our Mixer channel. Also, we have all the audio forms. So whatever uh, platform you might be using, you can go ahead and click one of those. And then we have show notes for now 246 episodes of Infection, plus a few bonus ec- episodes here and there. Uh, and if you click one of those, you can go, if you happen to be listening to it, maybe you can't watch it live, uh, you can go and check that out and follow along and check out videos and things as we as we discuss them. So I think that is about it. Uh, what's going on, Brian? I haven't uh, haven't talked to you here in a little a little bit. I don't think we I don't think we've talked. At, I don't think we've played any games or talked at all since uh, last show. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you showed up for like two minutes to the game of the week. That's not true. I played for like an hour and a half. OK, then we did play together because I played there the whole time. What do oh we played Dead by Daylight yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, we played you you played like one I, game I think no I played a couple games but we were uh, oh well yeah this was a problem was the group size was weird and yeah like so no we played a couple games we must have played three or four games and um yeah I know we played we played we played and I I'm, played games for a couple hours yeah I was not having a good night every game I was just getting slaughtered i was not i deep hip like six times i was like i'm done i'm not playing i was just getting hook camped it was just not it was not good so uh but the double blood points event worked out well i think i ended yeah. up with like six hundred and fifty thousand blood points or something like that that i have to spend so uh that was good and uh yeah that was game of the week but uh oh coming up this week i'm excited we're gonna try out planet side arena which is uh yes. 
a new battle royale style twist on the original Planetside games, and it's made by our free to play, our yeah. best friends uh, Daybreak, who are uh, big fans oh, of the show. Love- so that's uh, that's sure what they're we- all they got half their development team watching right now. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. Um, so we'll be playing that Friday night, and uh, with that being the case, you probably don't have it downloaded. I, I know I don't, so we can. No, I don't, uh, yeah. Go ahead, you can go ahead into Steam, search for Planetside Arena. It's a free download. I can't imagine it's too crazy large of an install. And uh, you can... Well, maybe they have all the files from Planetside 2 in there. Well, so. yeah, I was reading about that. Um, did you get the new Steam update, by the way? I know we talked a little bit about it last week. No, I I, I haven't gotten it yet. You got to restart I, your I'm computer, seeing, bro. I have. I've, I've done everything I can. I've hmm. manually tried to check for an update. I might have just to download the latest client manually and install it because it's not updating the newest one. It looks like the game is only 20 gigabytes, so that's not like insanity for a download. So check that out. Download it for Friday night. I'm not going to even play it before then. So um, with that being with that being the case, um, I am uh, we'll just we'll just jump in cold turkey on uh, Friday night. Have a good time. That'll start at 8 p.m. Eastern on our um discord and we will be uh we'll be playing that so join us planet side arena our discord the infection podcast discord 8 p.m eastern hopefully you uh hopefully you can join us car if you carve a couple hours out of your uh out of your evening hopefully you uh we'll see yep. you there very good all right um what else is going on oh uh, not too much uh, slow news now week. i'm playing yeah i'm playing a, a hockey game tonight and i have to go there for a meeting so I'm starting my official season that oh. goes on Tuesdays, but my latest game is, or my earliest game is still plenty of time. We can get done. Even if we go on a long episode, it doesn't matter. Uh, it shouldn't conflict. So we well, should be good. I don't know how long of an episode we're going to have tonight, Brian. It was kind of a, uh, was kind of a slow week. Um, the past couple, I'd say maybe the past month has been, um, big gaming announcements ea announced that stuff then we had uh gamescom uh then we had uh last week the sony and microsoft event so we've just had a lot of generic gaming news over the past couple of weeks and um there really wasn't a whole hell of a lot of that this week so um well and i think that they they save all those announcements up they do a lot of things plus dev studios have people out at these big events yep and then I think it's kind of a recovery time after that where, you know, they've done their big announcements. Uh, you know, maybe they've done some big patch or content update that they wanted to do during the event. And now we're kind of in that in-between stage of where it gets back to normal a little bit. Yeah. So a uh, little bit, little bit light on the notes this week, but that's not a problem. I do want to thank our friend, uh, Sean tech zone, seven Oh seven, our camera operator who uh, joins us at PAX and well, hopefully other events in the future doing camera work for us for the uh, resubscription here on Twitch. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate your help with this and obviously with all of your help out in uh, Seattle here just a couple of weeks ago. So thanks to Sean and Brian. Brian was telling me before the show that we've got a couple of uh, members of our Discord that have let their subs lapse and have been dropped from the Twitch subscriber role. Is that the the case, Brian? Yeah, and I've been even, what I've been thinking of doing is making a little thing that'll just, because the notification goes to a channel that, only you and I see. Mm. Uh, I've been thinking I should figure out a way to make that go to another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So put that right in general. This person is unsubscribed. Oh, yeah. Look at this. And just like that, our friend Judd comes in with the double 
uh, sub, uh, gifting a sub to IST Link and Pro Tip Don't Die. Thank you, Judd. We appreciate it. And uh, there, I'm saying, uh, this is this is it. You just publicly, there you, go. you just whine and complain. This is my motto in life, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let me let you in on a pro tip. Whine and complain publicly and you'll get your way. The, uh, tip of the week brought to you by, uh, it's Judd. Thank you. Yes, thank you, <laughs> yeah, so, we'll just, We publicly shame people and that seems to work. That's a really good idea of putting those. Yeah, I mean, we did it with Seven Days to Die and now they refuse to talk to us and <laughs> tell us to, to find a channel with more subscribers and resubmit. So, um, Barbie, Barbie, your uh, sub has run out. Just <laughs> uh, we'll just throw these in. Oh, we'll throw these in throughout the show. Excellent. <laughs> right. oh, that's bad. That's real bad. Um, now we're on good talking terms with the miscreated folks. They don't. They don't mind us. Yeah. Well, some of them. Yeah. I, well, mean, I mean, we're okay with half the dev team. Half the dev. Okay, maybe one person from the dev team doesn't like us. I think it's come down to that because I think I called out somebody and and said, "What are you doing?" You know you're not doing your job right and uh and then he posted something on twitter about it uh and then and then he hasn't he's refused to do an interview with us so yeah but yet the other guy tweets us marco tweets but, but us. the other guys yeah two of the other developers they they are great they actually said hey i'm ready to do an interview i'm excited yeah and then it came down to one more guy for that interview and it was him who was the mad one thanks Brian. and now that he refused to do an interview with us we're, but we can we could ask and get every get one with the other two for sure and, and we will ignore that guy and, and uh yeah um but marco is already uh well let's let's talk about miscredit real quick because we've got another screenshot um this week they are working um pretty hard on their new map here and uh we've got a a set of images here from what brian really based on this look right here and i'm, I'm pulling these up here there's a couple of them that we can cycle yeah. through this really has got a Conan Exiles Red Dead Redemption look, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it, one thing that uh, CryEngine does well is, is shading and kind of get this unique look. Uh, and they seem to be doing that with this. It's got a, you know, it's a desert look uh, is what they're going for in this new one. And I think, I think Marco always does a really good job. Uh, we've only seen this with the trees and the, the nature and it, this is a much different uh, biome than the previous one. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun having a different feel because one of the best qualities of miscreated has always been the level design. Yeah. So uh, I think that that is, that is going to be something that's a big point of this too. Now, are they going to also with this update do some major changes to the actual game? Cause I mean, we've, we've brought up things that we think they should change over time uh, i'm wondering if they're going to kind of do a big rework of maybe the movement the gunplay you know whatever it is they've been working on they did a snapping base building system so they are doing some improvements to that but i'm wondering if they're going to do a big content update along with the map yeah i you know one of the things with miscreated um that we've always talked about here and I, i'll be the first to admit we probably haven't given it the fairest shake in the world uh, we've tried, but I, I we probably are playing it incorrectly. And when I say that, the way that we typically will attack games like this is everybody meets up with no gear, <laughs> and and then we just kind of sit in a circle and go, well, well, what do we do now? And that's always been what we've kind of done and miscreated. And 
that's pro- that is not the best way to play this game. We tried doing this, it in Rust. This trade, too. I think works best as a solo game currently. I think it's one where kind of, kind of like what Arma generally is. If you look at Arma, you're going around and you're kind of doing your own game. You maybe will get in a group of two or three people and go around and hunt, but it's not. You don't go and get a group of five or ten plus people. Yeah. And I feel like miscreated is that exact same way. We want to play with a large group. We want to make a big base, and we want to do that experience. And miscreated just doesn't seem to be designed that way. Yeah, I we probably have just played it poorly. Um, and I'll be the first to admit that. We and I'm willing to try it again, and I'm looking forward to trying it again when they're new. Um, we probably should do it maybe in the next couple of weeks because this map yeah. is not going to be out probably for a while. So maybe we'll throw this up. Well, it's not maybe we'll throw this on a rotation, maybe two or three weeks, depending on what has a free weekend coming up or what's got XP or, or, or whatnot with that. So yeah. uh, we'll go ahead and uh, throw miscreated on the schedule there and maybe we'll just try playing differently this time. Maybe we'll, instead of all just trying to meet up in one of the cities, maybe uh, well, well, okay. One thing that would be kind of fun is if we just made in a couple different channels, two to three person groups yeah, and just say, all right, we're not grouping up this group of two or three people are together they can do whatever they want if they see another group they can shoot at them yeah uh i think then we would actually have better people you know we'd have got more gunfights and maybe experience it how it's supposed to be played yeah because we run like seven people. I, I give up on mis- us making a base and doing all that i just don't it's the game is not there yet well, unless you're is. willing to put in a month worth of time and well, if you're willing to play long term which we don't do on our game of the weeks yeah now Rust has got the same problem, but we played on a Rust server that reset weekly, and we didn't really have to deal with that because the gather rate and XP rate was, Everything was, was so high. Yeah. yeah. And and um, so, yeah, you know what, Brian? That's a really good idea. When we do the next miscreated, but based on our current game of the week numbers, we could probably just have one group and we'll be fine because nobody ever wants, yeah. to, <laughs> nobody ever wants to show up. But... Um, with that being the case, by the way, our friend uh, Sako showed up and played uh, some Dead by Daylight yep. with us. We haven't seen him in ages, so hopefully, uh, well, and we played some Vermintide too after that. Oh man, uh, I missed that. It was all done. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Hmm. I should have stayed, but uh, I was in such a terrible mood. I was like, this game sucks. Um, so yeah, we'll do that for Miss Crazy. That's a good idea, Brian. Split up into a couple smaller groups and just you're right. Instead of I mean, just- at the end of the night, if we want, if if someone comes across a bus, like we can kind of do some crazy, you know the the because that was what was fun last time we ran time. around yeah. with a, drove around a bus and just was silly but we had a hard time you can't make that happen because like we can't guarantee we're gonna find a bus or we can't guarantee we're gonna find four tires oh and we tried doing that and, we, we and we've done it a couple times but then you just then we end up doing nothing and that's what i'm saying it's just it, it it's fun but it's not a good experience of the game right brian i feel like yeah we've been we're, cur- we're making the best of it of the <laughs> situation we've we've been criticized on this rightfully so in the past and 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 it's we've been very i'm going to be totally transparent about it um we people have said you don't know what you're talking about about game x or game y you don't you haven't played yeah i get it we we, we're not experts in all of these games we haven't had the opportunity to jump in these games and really get the experience that it looks like we're going to get on paper why is that Maybe it's because of our group size, our play style, and people have come to us. Um, our greatest example is Russ. Somebody came to us a couple of uh, six months ago or whatever and said, hey, this is what I want you guys to do. Go on this specific kind of server, do this certain thing, try to accomplish this, and you'll have a good time. And guess what? Our opinions on Rust totally changed 
based on that play experience. But every time we've played miscreated, it has not been like that. It's we we leave yeah. every time with the same mindset, which is the game has got all of the pieces of the puzzle, they're just all scattered about across the table and they're just not inlaid yeah. with each other. The game itself, the core is great. They fixed the net code. I know some people have issues with the shooting system in Crytek. The the guns work, the vehicles work, the survival is super hardcore. There's animal I mean the game is really solid, but we just always have a it just a subpar experience playing it. And yeah. based on the I amount had a of better people, experience running around solo. And based on the number of people that play the game, I think it's fair to say this is not a shot at the miscreated team. Based on the current player count, it appears that other people are having that as well. Because based on the amount of copies sold versus the amount of people that play it, it just doesn't have a good ratio. So yeah. it it's not just us. Now I'm not saying that we've given it its fair the fair shake in the world, but this is an opinion that I clearly other people have because like a, a thousand people are playing the game right now, which is not, yeah. in my opinion, ideal for a a, a large scale survival game like this. I mean, am I, I am I off base? That's, that's that's where I think they've really got to look at. I mean, one thing is the gunplay is very difficult. I mean, yeah. you could find people that really master it but it's not natural it doesn't come naturally someone who's new to the game picks up a gun uh, and it just it doesn't feel like any other game you know that that's not the worst thing in the world but people want to go in and feel like if they've got a decent gun and they got decent ammo that they can kind of figure it out fairly quickly and i don't i think that we run into the issue where there's people who play this a lot they come in and they just clear all, our whole group regardless because they just know how to shoot the weird little gun system better. Because I I feel like I'm shooting at the people. With other games, I can hit somebody. With this one, it's just the guns feel so weird to me. And the base building feels so weird. I mean, we've tried to just get to get wood and to get all these things. And for us to have a large group and we barely struggled to get the smallest of bases put together. Yeah. I mean it just it was such a struggle and uh and so if they could just get that to flow and a lot of people are abandoning we actually were, were talking about it in the discord a little bit earlier a lot of people are abandoning uh spatial os uh, but primarily they're abandoning crytek and CryEngine. you know the, a lot of these games that have folded that we're going to use spatial s were all the ones that were going to be on CryEngine. i'm just wondering how much of this has to do with CryEngine CryEngine seems to be just a difficult thing to work with. Yeah. Uh, and you, and they probably look and say, well, look at look at all these other games. They're just throwing in features left and right. And like, I bet you for them, it's probably a pain to add the stupidest thing. Well, you remember the Netcode That's just, struggles back in the day. Yeah. And so I think that that plays a lot into it. I, I, you know, I always talk about game engines and, and all these things. But man, look at all these games that are just struggling to get anywhere. And they most of them use Crytek and the Cry, or CryEngine from Crytek, and I just I'm wondering how much of if they had a real engine, and you know CryEngine is an engine that there's decent games that use it, right? Oh, for sure. But if but if they had one that was easier to maintain, that had more updates from the actual uh, engine developer, I mean, look at if you look at uh, Unreal Engine, they're putting out constant updates. And they put in some pretty major with ray tracing and just all these different things. They're putting out a lot of decent updates. 
And just like the interview we did at PAX, we talked to a guy who had come from uh, developing for PlayStation games and things like that. And he said, Unreal Engine is just amazing. He's like, they put in all these wonderful things and then we get to reap that. We don't have to code it in ourselves. We don't have to do any of that. Uh, and I just don't feel like CryEngine is putting out those updates that are amazing that you're then, oh, hey, look, this is going to be added to Miscreated because CryEngine just put this in the game. Like, how long is that? have you heard that? I'd, I've never really heard CryEngine say, oh, or, or Miscreated say, hey, we added this feature because it was added to the engine. I can't think of a single thing that they've done to where they said it was because of the engine. Where other games, we hear that all the time. Whether it's, uh, you could remember PUBG when they changed how... Uh, how the world looks as you uh, fly down, you know, from the parachute and how it transitions in. Like that was all stuff that they added because of Fortnite. And then these other games were able to take advantage of it. I just, this, this CryEngine doesn't have that stuff. Well, speaking of Unreal, Brian, I saw my sub boxes lighting up. I was getting my little dings and bells this uh, this week on YouTube. Uh, what's going on with How To? You've, uh, you're, you're back, you're publishing some new content? Yeah, so I put out, I've been catching up on some. I mean, because I, you know, I graduated right before we went to PAX. And so I just was putting in a big push to get that done. Uh, and then we went to PAX and then I went to Las Vegas for a, a, a hockey tournament. And so I was like, all right, I am getting caught up. I put out, I don't know, five or six videos this past week uh, in preparation for doing some of my bigger videos. But if you're interested in that, uh, you can go to, my youtube channel uh it's youtube.com forward slash c forward slash brian aldridge i think and uh, it's got and, the check can, make sure you look for the check yeah if it doesn't have a check mark that's not me uh and then <laughs> make sure also you know if you're interested join the discord and those we have that that community has just been growing even though there was like a month i didn't put out any videos uh people are still coming in uh, very supportive and you always have like a hundred plus people that are online in there. There's like 300 plus people that are in the discord itself. So I was going to say, Brian, we're going to, you're going to, at some point, I'm going to have to go in there and start promoting infections discord. <laughs> spamming. <laughs> spamming infection yeah, spamming podcast it. discord. So uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, I, I watched, uh, watched one of your videos. Uh, I don't remember which one it was exactly, but well, but so this week I've been doing, I've been catching up on the survival game. That was updates. what I watched. Yeah. So that survival game kit is okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to say some things here that might make a few devs mad, um, but not saying in disrespectful way. Hot takes. There's a broad. lot, <laughs> there's a lot of these, these recent survival games that are coming out and they are pretty much 90% uh, a single ad uh, mod, which is survival game kit. Survival game kits are really good asset from the unreal marketplace that covers 90% of what a survival game is. Okay, so right? I got to stop, though, first. Explain, okay. without going crazy into it, because people can go launch yeah. your stuff, What? What, so what? explain what you're talking about. So what is Survival Game Kit? Is that a game? What, what exactly are you talking so about? So Survival Game Kit is something you can purchase on the Unreal Marketplace that allows you to start making a game that has a lot of the features that you're looking for. First of it's all, It's a template a, that you buy. Yeah, it's a template, pretty much. And then you can customize it. So it has like uh, uh, gathering, like harvesting of trees, rocks, just like you would see in Ark, or you would see in, um, it, you know, in Rust. It has a building system. It has it's pretty much Rust <laughs> or Ark. If you look at most of the features that are in there, other than like a taming system, 
it it has most of those things in there. It has loot spawning. Um, it has a crafting system. I mean, it's just something that Diffuse Studios makes it. And I, you know, I'm one of the mods in their channel. They're very very good about support and everything else. Uh, but they it has most of the features. So what what you tend to want to do is you go and you take that and then you build upon it. You fully the first thing you have to do is fully reskin it, and then you need to improve upon it because it is the base of a survival game. It has almost everything that you would need for a survival game. Uh, so what I do in mine is I, for instance, there's a locomotion system. We've talked about that with, what was that PUBG. one? Um, no, no, no. What was that one that, that kickstarted or whatever? And then they pulled it. Uh, that was a yeah, no, real exactly. life type yeah, of a game. I forgot the name of it. And they showed their controller, the motion controller, which was laughable. Yeah. Uh, and so raw, for instance, another one raw, that's what it was. There was one that was given out uh, and I've purchased it a long time ago, but it's called Advanced Locomotion System, which has a better movement system than, for instance, PUBG. has an excellent movement system, one of the best movement systems you can have. Uh, and so I do videos on how to put that movement system into a survival game kit. Uh, and so I go through and show the people how to implement various things together and or make improvements on some of the different systems. So that's now, what how-to is. Yeah, and now one of the things that maybe you're not super into the development side of things and whatnot when you'll hear people talk about a game being an asset flip you'll sometimes yes. see that in steam reviews if you go and look at a, a new game you'll say you'll see people saying nice you know nice asset flip that's what yeah. you're describing brian people buy these pre-done template there's a uh there's an mmo one that's that's the, i think it's all by that same group there's an mmo one there's a survival one there's like a couple different ones that they make and for if yeah. you, for all intents and purposes, you can do a little bit of work, throw a name on it, and sell it as a game using kind of all of those base mechanics. And that's obviously not very unique, and not you can get that anywhere. Yeah, um, and that's that's part of the danger. I mean, one thing PH says, you know, I'm, I'm showing people how to asset flip, and that's not my goal, right? My goal is to help people become game developers. And a lot of times, the struggle is well. For me, what helped me to learn was being able to see how other people did it. And that's my goal is to show people so that they can see the proper ways to do something. Now, you can take those assets or that code and you can make it to where it's totally unrecognizable from the original asset. And that's what you should be doing because uh, there is a lot of good tools. The problem is, like what I was kind of hinting at the beginning of this, is you will see people that turn around and I see things, I'm like, oh, this is from Survival Game Kit. This is from Survival of a Game Kit. Like, they barely changed it at all. Uh, and that is what I have a problem with, is when it is still 90% of the original asset is what you're seeing in the game. And maybe they've just changed the colors of something or flipped out a model here and there. That's not what you should be doing. You should be using that as the frame of it and then totally reworking it to make it your own. If you if it's something you're looking at selling, at least you could make something for learning or for fun and do whatever you want. But if you're looking to sell it, you know, you need to change it enough to where it's unrecognizable from the asset you purchased. Yeah, that's pretty, so pretty that's good. My, uh, that's my disclaimer. Yes, pretty good. Uh, pretty good explanation there. And uh, yeah, obviously, our, uh, feel free to check out Brian's stuff. Uh, we'll throw a link in the show notes here. And uh, if not, you can uh, work. What's the. You're, you're, you're right. You don't have a website. It's just your YouTube channel, right? 
Um, I think I have a website, but <laughs> I haven't. Okay, I haven't been messing so with it. You but... search if you search "how to Brian Aldridge" on YouTube, it'll come right up. Yeah. So yeah, it's youtube.com forward slash c forward slash Brian Aldridge, or just search for "how to Brian Aldridge," and as you said it will again, most likely pull up. And make sure it's got the check next to the channel. It is a verified oh, channel. Yeah. That way, you know it's real. Yeah. Did Did you get the email that you were going to lose your verification? Um, no, I don't think so. But I did see a notice afterwards saying they had a general notice yeah. up there and says, if you're was, verified, you're not going to lose I was, it. you know, Brian, I love you. You were hoping. You I were was afraid. really hoping that you'd lose your notification. Your, um... I, know, I might have to contact <laughs> one of my Google guys and say, hey, wait a minute here. I was because all these big Remember channels. Remember this idea I gave you back in the day? All these big channels, like channels with hundreds of thousands of uh, subscribers were or getting these notices that they were going to lose their verification. I said, I can guarantee what's going to happen is all these big channels are going to lose them and you're going to keep yours, yeah. <laughs> which is going to be the greatest thing ever. So, but that YouTube of course changed their system. I don't know what they were thinking in the first place, but uh, yeah, yeah. So check that out. And um, yeah, good little, uh, good little side conversation about just uh, one thing I will mention, you know, cause they're teasing, you know, my, some of my, <laughs> PH says my tutorials are like eight hours. So, you know, that's more than most asset flips take. Uh, but they are, I do fairly big processes. So what I'm not, I'm not really as much trying to teach them how to do the exact thing that I'm showing them. I'm trying to teach them the methods that I'm using and the way of thinking that I'm using so they can use that on their own assets. Uh, so what I do through the video is I explain, all right, here's something I'm changing. Here's why I'm changing it. Or here's what this means. So that they have an understanding of when they're looking at these blueprints and looking at all these codes or looking at animation uh, things that they actually understand what they're looking at. Because that's the struggle is when you start anything new, when you first walk into something, it just looks so foreign. Things don't click. You don't know where to go. You don't know how to follow a flow of anything. And it's it's very confusing. So people that go through and follow a tutorial, I can show them how to get from the beginning to the end. But because I'm explaining it through the whole process, it generally helps them then when they see something that's different to understand it a little bit better. And that's my, that's my goal with it. There you go. So check it out. Yes. All right. Uh, so this came across the news feed and I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Funcom has been acquired as a, uh, now they're not totally acquired, but they are the largest shareholder of Funcom by Tencent. So Tencent now has 29% of the shares of Funcom, mm. which Tencent is trying to take over everything. Who is uh, Funcom? Funcom makes Conan Exiles. They made uh, how? What was that game that they put out here mutant, recently uh, with the duck? Zero Mutant Day. Mutant Year Zero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, they've done. Yeah, they've done a number of games, and so they have now. Have, I guess their majority shareholder is. So they've done Age of Conan. The Secret World was one that they did, Anarchy Online, um, and then Conan Exiles. And then, of course, now they were, the, I wonder, I think that they were a publisher or something on, on Mutant Year Zero. So yeah. I don't know if this is included really in that. I think that they don't actually own Mutant Year Zero. And it's something interesting to note here. Uh, I knew that 2017 was their most profitable year ever, but also 2018. Both of the and and their game that they released in 2017, 2018 was Conan Exiles. So the company's yeah. most two profitable years all were within the past three years, um, which is which is pretty amazing. 
So, uh, yeah, interesting to see Tencent uh, taking a little chunk out of the uh, the Funcom uh, pie and uh, now has uh, some some weight to push around on the uh, the board over at Funcom. So interesting yep. to see uh, interesting to see what what Tencent's going to do. And what, I mean, at some point. They're going to have to merge all this stuff, right? I mean, once you own now, obviously, in the current in the terms of uh, Funcom, it's. It is the majority, but it's twenty nine percent. But they own, they own a good chunk. The thing of is, Epic. is, now they can they can make decisions. They can yeah. make decisions that they they wouldn't have been able to make before. Uh, one thing that's coming out, and I'm wondering if this is an anticipation for that, is the new Dune uh, game is going to be out uh, by them. And so I'm wondering, this may be saying a lot about what they're expecting from that Dune game. Uh, they may think that that's going to be a pretty big seller if they're trying to get majority ownership of it now uh, but dune by for people my age and older that is a show that um, it was a it's a book series um it was a film you know they, they are probably counting on that maybe being a really good ip because there is a bunch of lore for it one thing that with conan they got it because the lore there was a lot of lore behind the title uh, I think Dune is the exact same way. Uh, and for people that are really into the Conan lore, I think they've done a good job of maintaining that, of uh, having uh, armor that resembles what what it was and and having a world with animals and, and just a lot of the way the buildings look. They've maintained that. And I think that people are hoping that maybe in the Dune world, they'll maintain because that was, a was that Kubrick uh, who made that or film, did the film or whatever. But they did a really good job with that of having a very unique feeling world that was very different than anything you had seen before. So I think there that could be something you'd see here as well. Yeah. And there's a film coming out, I think, in next year for Dune, a mm. new one. Interesting. So that, you know, th I think they're really counting on people getting that kind of hype for Dune. Well, and the interesting thing too, and I don't I don't want to get crazy into this, but the thing that's gonna be interesting with fun with not with Funcom, with Tencent going on going in the future is when they own a major majority or have enough weight to push around on enough of the large developers and or publishers yeah. competition is going to become an interesting thing because well, if how, you're gonna, the, how are we going to how are we going to affect that when they're in china and we have very little say i mean we're already trying to affect some of china's decisions right now politically and it's a struggle they have a lot of sway and pull, and this is part of that. They have a lot of ability to say, well, you don't like what we're going to do. We're going to do something that you're not going to like then. Yeah, I'm more thinking like Epic and uh, I'm just using two companies that I know Tencent mm -hmm. has some ownership and they own a whole bunch of other ones outright. Yeah. Let's just take a look at Epic and Funcom. Yes. Epic's working on a game. Funcom is working on a game. They are similar games in one way or another and and tencent who has enough weight on both of those companies can say we're gonna let uh, we like epic idea we like what epic's gonna do a little bit more so trash your project fun you know that's that that is something that i think could legitimately be a concern i mean it, it going on in the future i don't know i don't know that there's i don't know that exactly is gonna happen but that's something that I think about when you've got a, a yeah. majority, a majority shareholder in enough companies. Uh, PH should bring up that Ryan's parent companies uh, is is Tencent as well. At, at some point, it doesn't make sense to make four of the same games when you own all of those companies, right? Or maybe it does. Well, okay, I, I don't so, know. 
here's where I think it'll really play out is if they really start to flex their muscle with Epic. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Epic has their game store. If Tencent comes in and starts really pressuring, if they get enough ownership of enough companies and enough studios and enough publishers to where they can go in and say, all right, you know, we want you to pull from Steam. We want you to pull from, and they start throwing that weight around to funnel it to where then the purchases and everything starts having to go through one market and really affecting the market in that way. I think that's where you'll see kind of some pushback. Uh, I, I haven't seen that from them yet. I haven't seen them flex and do a mass move across multiple studios to try to sway any decisions. Maybe there's ones happening behind the scenes that I don't see, but I haven't seen that yet. I think the second that they do that, then we then there will be a problem. But it seems like they're kind of just a silent partner in the background, not really making any noise. And I don't see things saying Tencent, you know, ordered them to do anything. I never hear about that. But they but the problem is the possibility is there because they have so much ownership across the biggest names in game development and game studios. Yeah. Um, and I didn't actually know this. Did you know Tim Sweeney actually owns 50% of, of, of Epic? So he is the majority, he owns 51% of Epic. So he's the share and, of, but Tencent owns 40. So, and no. it's even though it's not it's majority, pretty much him, it's, it's almost Tim and Tencent. That's yeah, pretty much all that it is. Yeah. I don't think they're publicly traded. So that explains why it's a, it's small parties. Um, and they're worth fifteen but, I mean, billion dollars. Uh, was that was their but valuation? For, but for him, I mean, for him, uh, he probably likes it because first of all, it's we've seen the struggles for people to get games into places like China. China is a huge market. China is a much bigger market than the United States. Uh, it, they have to be careful, and I think the ones that have been very successful in China, are the ones that have kind of separated and put their own game in China and not let it affect the United States. Uh, but they, I think for him, he realizes how big of a market China is. And with him having such a large percentage of, of his company being owned by Tencent, they, they won't have to de worry about not being allowed into China. Like they've got the inside track. So that just seems to be a lot of what it is. He probably figures, okay, I've got majority, so I can do what I want in the United States, but you know what? They're going to allow me to do whatever we need to do in China. They are the largest, uh, video game company in the world they own uh, mini clip they own 100 percent of riot they own 15 percent of glue mobile 40 percent of epic five percent of activision blizzard five percent of ubisoft 5 which is sick because there's a lot of people that own that stock yeah uh five percent of paradox interactive and 84.3 percent of supercell by the way looking which you ever, makes a ton of money have you ever seen what tencent's building looks like Mm -mm. This looks like the you ever seen the evil building subreddit? <laughs> this is oh, yeah. this is the definition of an evil building. Nothing good is coming coming out of Tencent's headquarters. This is the most dubious. Like, the, oh man, this is just this dun, dun, dun. this just screams nefarious gaming activities <laughs> coming out of this building. I it's, see a fight scene in the end up on that roof. <laughs> That's what I see. Um. So, but it 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 is. It is very interesting when you look at what they own. And you make a good point about Activision and Ubisoft. Both of those are publicly traded. And Paradox, all three of those are publicly mm -hmm. traded companies. 5% is it's a, big chunk. a huge chunk of publicly traded shares. There's very few people that own 5% of that stock. Yeah. So with that being the case, at some point, I, I do feel at some point, 
they will flex their muscles in, I would assume, epic. Because that's where yeah. it seems like they've got the biggest amount of weight on something that isn't a you know isn't publicly traded where a whole bunch of people own stock. It's essentially Tim Sweeney and Tencent. So that that'll be yeah. Really and interesting. I just I think that so far what I've seen Tencent has been very smart. Yeah, I mean they're pretty much locking themselves in to where they can't be pushed out of anything. Um, you know they've got their tentacles in such large studios. Uh, I just, and I, I'm wondering, I, I haven't figured out what their long-term plan is. Like, what is their, what are they trying to do? I mean, it could be some evil plot. It could be, we just want to have an ownership and everything so that if they come to China, any of these things, when they come to China, they go through us, you know, because we have a decision in that. Uh, and that for them just makes them more and more money because there is no, they may try to regulate those things in the United States. Well, you're not regulating any of those things in China. In China, they can do whatever they want. And generally, the person with the most money gets to do whatever they want. So I think that the, that is what they're trying to do. The person with the most power, the most money gets to do what they want in China. I think they're wanting to make sure that they have that. When it come, when they release a Call of Duty, when they release any of these things in China, they want it to go through them. Yeah, and you're right. They've been very smart. Instead of trying to be, oh, look at us. We own all this stuff for all intents. And I'm sure they do make decisions. But as you said, you're not seeing the tense. I think it's stamp. just so that they get to yeah. have they're the the one place that everything goes through when it goes to China. Well, that's, I think that's, that that's smart what they move. Want. What is what's what's Tencent worth? I want. Well, I, I wonder. I wonder. Do you think that part of what gets them that is when people come to China, they say, "All right, we will get you into China, but we want five percent for a larger thing like that." I mean, that would be worth it for a company. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what they're worth. I don't. So yeah, gotta, I mean, it's got to be. I got to do a, a conversion bit. to from yen. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Stand by for me. This is not. That's how much. That's. Over. I've kind of wondered if when they come in, like that's part of the transaction. Not that they're going out and buying stock, but if part of the hey, we will pu get you published in China. We just want this percentage of your company. Google. If Google. that's how they've got on some a lot of them. Let's see. Google's not working at all. Uh, apparently, they're worth fifty. That can't be Five, right. Five hundred billion is what um, PH is saying. Interesting. Okay, because Google then this and these that was in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Okay, because uh, Google's translation says that it's worth fifty thousand dollars, which doesn't seem <laughs> doesn't seem to be an accurate number. So uh, yeah, huh? Very interesting to uh, very interesting to see. Yeah. So there you go. Big big company, five, upwards of five hundred billion dollars. Yes. Uh, and they were, yeah, I mean, they were number 39 in profit globally <laughs> in 2019. Wow. Um, number eight in market value. And this is globally. So they are, they did $47.2 billion in sales. Their market cap was 472.1 billion. And they were just founded in 1998. So the revenue, yeah, they're, their profits is 11.9 billion. Their assets are 105.4 billion. Revenues 47.2 billion. Damn. So they're doing. I mean, it's doing very well. Yeah, but you're right. They are staying behind the scenes in a lot of things and not becoming the boogeyman because we've seen this before. Yeah. When you become the boogeyman, then then you have a problem on your hands. Once the public know, once the public knows your name and it is criticizing you, that's not 
the best look in the world. Then people are weary of things happening. I read, I saw this Funcom. First of all, nobody besides us and people that are listening to this show, nobody that plays Conan Exiles will have any idea that Tencent has bought 29% of that company. It just, it, it will never yeah. come up. And that's the goal. And when you're trying to do what they're doing, which is essentially just have enough influence in the marketplace, if you just shut up and stay silent behind the scenes, you don't have to worry about that. So uh, it is very interesting well, and, to see what they're doing. And it's and definitely thing, something to keep an eye out on. In this past year, um, they're saying that there, someone was saying that their profits jumped 35%. Wow. So, so, I mean, they're making some very wise financial decisions. Hmm. So, but yeah, their, their assets alone are in whatever yen is 723.5. I mean, whatever that is, it's, it's a lot. They and, get a lot of stuff. And, and PH does bring up a good point. He says he feels like this is only possible to do as a Chinese company. And you bring up the point that they were founded in 1998. Well, not even that it would have been broken up, but I mean, in the you, United States, people would say that's a monopoly. Well, like they wouldn't allow, they would have freaked out. Well, already and the, tried to may, maybe. Um, but just in terms of their video game stuff, you do look at, they look at the amount of growth that a company can have in essentially 10 years, uh, or excuse me, yeah. 20 years from 1998 to 2019. Um, with that being the case, do you, you, I'm trying to think of other companies from 1998 that are worth half a trillion dollars today. I don't think, I mean, the big ones obviously that come to mind are Facebook, but I don't think, I don't think Facebook's worth half a trillion dollars. I could be totally off on that. Um, um, I mean, they're right. They're right up there. Um, they're they're worth. Okay, so Facebook's net worth is just right around 140 billion. No, that's nothing. I mean, that's nowhere nothing compared to. That's not even close. Yep. So that's what I'm saying is you're looking at like crazy amount of growth in a short period of time. So, well, and Facebook lost half its value last year. Hmm. They they lost 123 billion in value in 2018. Interesting. But so even with that, I they mean, were still double the size. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Tencent, uh, 30, 29% uh, share, largest majority shareholder of Funcom. So look forward to see what, uh, what they're bringing to the table for them. Yes. And speaking of companies that are mostly owned or part, big chunk owned, Epic, which owns, of course, uh, they do everything with Unreal, but they also own Rocket League. Yeah. So Rocket League has, but one of the positive things that they've done is they're kind of kicking loot boxes to the side. And they're redoing it uh, with something they call blueprints. They have a currency and then blueprints. And that's replacing the crate and key system that you were you were used to up to this point and that you've seen in a lot of other games. But same thing, it seems like things that are related to Epic, they've kind of been going the way of trying to figure out other ways to do that. And they've been very successful in Fortnite with doing the seasons. A lot of other uh, games have been going with the season passes and, and finding success with that and kind of dumping that whole crate and key system. So now uh, you'll be able to go and get a blueprint. So these are randomly awarded. You'll play and you get this blueprint and then that can be crafted. So whatever that item is, use credits to craft them. Uh, and this, this, these credits is like a premium currency that replaces keys but you'll know exactly what you're making. That was kind of the downside, what made it gambling. It seems like they're trying to get away from the, the word gambling because I think that's going to be a bigger and bigger thing, keyword, especially coming into election years, uh, people pushing that 
create crates and loot boxes or gambling, which they pretty much are because you don't know you're kind of putting the coin in, pulling the handle and something's popping out. Right. Uh, but they were know with the blueprint. Okay. You're getting a random blueprint. Do you want to redeem that blueprint? That's when you spend money. Uh, so that'll be a way that people have a little bit more of a predictable, same thing with season passes. You kind of know what you're getting, you know what you're willing to put the work in. People could put money in real world money in and get ahead on those and get items that maybe they haven't, wouldn't be able to reach in the limited season time. The uh, so the, you can uh, still buy those things, but you knew what you're getting. The season pass, I would imagine, from a let's make money standpoint, is so much more efficient than yeah. loot crates and keys and this and, other and more garbage. Consistent. That's the thing is, it's more consistent. You know, most likely, you know what you're going to get from from season to season. Yeah, I just where you never know with the loot crates. Yeah, well, and and you have people like myself and like you that really will will not. We'll not do that at Don't all. With them. Um, you, uh, I remember really vividly you uh, recounting a story uh, with Laura that you said that she bought mm-hmm. some loot boxes and was like, damn it, why am I not getting, I, I want something good and I'm getting garbage. And yep. and, and, I, and when I did it, like I got something that was decent for the first one and it's totally random and I didn't really care. Like you jumping off but the hook she, the first time you played Dead by Daylight? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is how it works. Uh, and then... And then with her, she got it and like, she just got junk and, you know, she's like, well, but, let's open more. <laughs> so I just, I wonder somebody in her position after being burned out, not by a large, I mean, there's people that literally will spend thousands of dollars on these boxes, but somebody that spends, let's call it 20 bucks on, let's just say you drop $20 on keys and get garbage mm-hmm. Would somebody like that. I wonder if they'd be willing, are they just totally turned off from the concept of spending any other amount of money on that game or are they interested in a 12 15 every couple of months season pass system i just i wonder at what point do people hit the screw this game screw this developer i'm never giving them another dime versus the this was fun and all i didn't get what i wanted but i'm willing to give them more money to I think that people are willing things. to transition to a season pass as long as they dump the old system. Yeah. And say, hey, this is the new way we're doing it. Uh, rather than being a here's an additional way we're going to try to get money out of you. And that's what they did. They pretty much dumped the old ways of of the buying and keys and all that. Uh, and the main things that you were getting at that point were from the season pass. And now that's going to be, they'll have some things outside of the season pass, which are these blueprints. And then they'll also have the season pass, which is kind of a themed uh, reward system where the throughout the season you'll get a certain item uh, that has a certain look and then it kind of grows as you go level by level you'll get another of that tire but it'll be a little bit fancier and then it'll be until you get to the top tier of that tire uh, there'll be vehicles that kind of improve so it's not that you're getting five different vehicles you're getting five variations of the same vehicle that kind of get fancier each time yeah and we talked about this a whole bunch. I still do not understand the whole loot box. I, 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 and I'm not getting into a gambling conversation with loot boxes. I just still never have understood the whole DLC loot boxes, add-ons for games are the cancer of the earth kind of thing. I don't think they're great. A lot of games just bring it in. It's clearly a money grab. But I've never, I've never felt like... I've never had this disdain that you see online for oh, DLC, oh, loot yeah. box, oh, season pass. Never would I ever. And, and, and again, it's a personal thing, but I still see that everywhere. And I've, and I've main, never really understood it. 
the main DLCs that I like are ones that add a lot of content story, yeah. you know, that's kind of like an extension of the game. Bingo, the exception of that, I think, would be more of Conan Exiles. Conan Exiles, those DLCs that they have are not content additions. Those are, they're adding skins to building parts and things like that. And I think that that makes sense for that type of a game. And they've done a good job of having it not seem like a money grab. So how they've done it makes sense for them, but I don't think most people would be able to do that. Well, our buddy uh, Maltros Maltoris Malt, don't know how to pronounce his name, has uh, just hit us with the 12-month resubscription here and says, I'd rather be tempted to buy stupid skins than ask to pay for a sub. So there you go. This is... <laughs> <laughs> so from the uh from the mouth of god to the ears of the infection podcast community uh maltros has a uh, has some some good insight thank you uh maltros 12 months full year hitting us uh with the yeah. subscription here we appreciate it i just i wonder uh, the the whole thing it's it's obviously a personal preference thing i don't spend a whole lot of money on games once i buy them i'm not yeah. a but like for example dead by daylight i didn't think I didn't think once about not buying the new Stranger Things DLC. And I guess it just yeah. has to go into what what your thought is of the game, what your thought is of the studio, and how the company has treated you. This is how I see it. How the company's treated me as a customer and as, as a player. And, and Do you and, feel like it's it's an added value to the game, or do you feel like it's a money grab? Do you feel like it? And that's the, I think that's the difference. Is whenever, for instance, Daybreak did it in the game, it always felt like a money grab. Yeah, it's like we're releasing this because we could think it's going to be kind of a memeish thing that some people will like. Where Stranger Things, like they add it, or not Stranger Things, but with Dead by Daylight and their their monsters, they're bringing additional mechanics to the game yeah. as far as how the monster acts. It's not just a skin on the exact same monster. True. I think they've done it very well. I think a lot of people, and, and don't get me wrong, I understand that um, uh, Behavior Digital and uh, uh, Dead by Daylight has their issues. Don't uh, They've got plenty of issues. The fact that dedicated servers still aren't done is an abomination. But I think uh, the similar to what we said about Conan Exiles with how you should release kind of batch DLC, that like they've done that very well. The way that Dead by Daylight has done DLC and there is the people I have not seen a single person complaining about paying for DLC in Dead by Daylight but you see it everywhere else Call of Duty uh Fortnite at League every other game you see people complaining about buying things you don't Bingo, see it in certain games and maybe it is how it's um as you said Brian how it changes the game is it something new but it also it's to me comes down to how has a company treated me as a customer have they treated me like yeah. garbage have they not lived up to any of their expectations if so then to hell with them i'm not going to buy their dlc their update their season pass whatever but you look at like a game like fortnite i've bought a couple of their season passes i haven't even played the game why because i really like what epic is doing and if I can yeah. chip them $5, do they need my $5? I have no idea. But I, to me as a customer, it's like, you, I mean, you tip a waiter. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I see it. So that's that's my uh, that's my little rant here. I want to thank. two cents. Yeah, my, yeah, my little two. You can give us two cents like our friend Judd just did. A little bit more than two cents, though. Uh, hitting us up with the 14-month resubscription. And then um, another guy here as well. Two-month substrate. Look at this guy. What a, what a joke. 
Uh, but then look at what it says after that. 18 I, months in a row. Well, look at that. He's uh, he's he's hanging out there. So um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, what were we talking? Oh, we talked about Rocket League. Somehow we got some time. Yeah, Rocket League. You so know, anyway, so they're, now they I will are tell you, changing that. Nine minutes and 30 seconds ago was when we started talking about Rocket League. And somehow we have, <laughs> we have traveled down around. this path. <laughs> So uh, there you go. Well, would we like to uh, we would like to do a game giveaway at this point in time? Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the greatest features of tuning in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern across Twitch, YouTube, Live, and Mixer is an opportunity to win a video game. If you've been in chat for 60 minutes, we've been streaming now for 70 minutes, so you're good to go for that. If you've been here the whole time, if not, raffles live for the next hour. What is in their your gift bag today brian all right so i'm going to be giving away a copy of love is dead oh. and this is a game that has positive ratings came out last year and it is an indie puzzle casual zombies cute classic so mm. this is kind of a little puzzle game simple and uh hopefully fun for people to play awesome and it has steam steam trading cards so oh, for people neat. that are into collecting those it's an easy way to get some of those things Absolutely. And if you are uh, joining us here live, you can just throw exclamation point giveaway in the chat and it will get you entered for that. If you're not joining us live, I'm sorry, but I mean, you should adjust your schedule to be <laughs> to, to be here. I mean, live. come on, you got to. Yeah, you got to get time off of work. People have done that before. <laughs> so whatever you need to do. Yeah, whatever you need to do. You got you to make sure you're here live. So uh, hang out for that. We'll be here. Uh, we'll do that role here in about an hour or so. All right. Well, I said we did, I said there wasn't a lot of news, and we've covered, I believe, three stories on our list so far. We've been doing the show for an hour, so let's. Uh, we only have like fifteen to go. Yeah. So let's uh, let's start banging a couple of these out. What's uh, what's next on the agenda? Okay. So one thing that happened here yesterday is Destiny Two. First of all, they put out a big content update uh, and or DLC, and they also started selling on Steam. Yep. Uh, and I think a couple other marketplaces, they, they, they kind of unlocked that because before, weren't they on battle.net? They were, if yes. I remember correctly. Uh, and so they were on battle.net. Uh, now they've released this big update and they broke on steam alone, 200 or 200,000 concurrent users on steam. Wow. Yesterday. So that's, uh, that made it fourth place on the steam top 100 and, uh, and that's pretty well. So they're also on a couple other different marketplaces. So they, and the, well, I've played this personally. I've, I have Destiny 2 and I play it on PS4. So there's a lot of people playing this. I'll have to try out this new content and see, see how it is. 214,000 was their uh, peak player count yesterday, yeah. which is uh, pretty incredible. Because this game has already existed on other platforms for so long. Yeah, it's not a new game. I mean, no, it's no. a new new expansion. But this is people that then would have what, had to have purchased it all together. I would assume so, unless there was some sort of way to transfer it from well, um, Battle.net. But that seems pretty unlikely. It. Okay, so wait, I take that back. So, well, Destiny 2 is free to play now. Forgot about that. So the base game of Destiny is free to play. But then there's all these DLCs that they've added to it that cost so to get to certain uh, content to get to hmm. forsaken for instance forsaken is the new higher level areas it's kind of like what the world of warcraft model has done gotcha. where you can get to like level 60 as on a free tier 
And then if you want to get any of the newer content, you have to pay. So Destiny 2 switched to that. So they have their base game is free to play. So I guess that's good. I'd be curious how many people are actually playing the free to play version. And then they're not actually getting the Shadow Keep expansion that just came out. Yeah. Judd is saying you had to transfer your battle.net to Steam. So I guess you could do that transfer. He says it was a pretty simple Maybe process. Maybe that was more for characters and things yeah. like that. But, Interesting. But for me, I, so I don't have, mine's on PS4. And so that doesn't affect me, but I did, they were having, they did have the free to play. So I have a character on PC that I think I ran around with some people with. I'm going to try this. It's free now. I, I should jump in here. I played yeah, Destiny it, it is 1. a fun game. I bought it. I don't think I ever, I, I don't think I played a whole lot of it though. I, I just, I, I didn't get into it. I don't know why. I just found it as a kind of a fun, just to did it, played on my own, mostly on PS4 and it it's an entertaining kind of mindless shooter. Gotcha. It gets more challenging, you know, towards the end. So. Destiny 2, now free on Steam. Go ahead and uh, check it out, at least the early part of the game or base. And then, the like, the free. Shadow Keep expansion is $34.99. The Forsaken expansion is $24.99. Gotcha. Cool. So, very good. All right. Um, and then, I don't know if there is, if you have a preference on where we go from here, but a game that we've talked about, uh, and we actually did an interview a few years ago at PAX uh, East was Chronicles of Illyria. We actually mentioned them, I think, last week or last couple weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago that we mentioned Chronicles of Illyria and their visuals. Yeah, yeah. We had that discussion. Yeah, that was maybe. Well, they did ago. a kind of a Kickstarter versary funding drive because okay. they don't have enough money, I'm sure. Uh, how many million did they get? Uh, and so they've just gotten over, as of today, $560,000 additional dollars on that. Damn. And they're adding more goals. To the game so they have their list of in-game items and it's it's a big list but they're they're going to be adding i mean for instance for forty thousand dollars they're adding a clock uh for eighty thousand dollars they're adding a rock lantern for one hundred twenty thousand dollars they're adding a travel stone one hundred sixty thousand dollars you get a now this is if you fund this these are things as they reach the tiers that you get uh, so then you get 160,000, you get a store voucher for a free profession, 200,000 marked account, uh, 240,000, a coin, which is used for something in the game, uh, 280,000, you get a glider, 320,000, you get cannibalism. So you can eat the deceased. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, 360,000, you get astral dreaming, 380,000, you get a hunter's cloak. For 120,000, you get double rare. So during the event, you get double the rare ing ingredients and things. Uh, 480,000, you get a hot house, hey which is uh, <laughs> is pretty much where you can grow plants and things like that. I mean, it's a greenhouse. Chilling. 560,000, you get seed your destiny, uh, which you, it, something for shaping your character's destiny through the arc story, whatever. Um, uh, and for 660,000 subterranean volcanic ecotope, 780,000 get adventure islands and then more coming soon if they reach that. So I like this comment on massively OP. Um, I'm pretty sure this might be Brian's alter ego years late, millions over budget, and they are adding stretch goals. This game is an utter joke. <laughs> solid, I just, yeah, I just, solid alter ego. The thing scares me. Yeah, man. I just... I have never been the one to criticize companies for making money. I've been actually on the 
total opposite side of the spectrum. Doesn't this break the terms of service of Kickstarter in the first place? I have no idea. They are doing an extra Kickstarter. Weren't they? If you go to Kickstarter, aren't you aren't you supposed to be promising that you are raising enough to actually develop the game? Yeah, well, they are now raising over a a million dollars to one hundred twenty thousand dollars to program a rock into the game. Or a light. It's just crazy. So they're doing like trebuchets or something, a, a mountain <laughs> oh, goat yeah. mount. That's co- very complicated. A trebuchet, um, yes. Very, definitely $200,000. They need to pay somebody for a year and a half, two years to work on that for sure. Oh, and the, okay. So because of these milestones, they're adding these in the shop so people can purchase them. And that's like the gliders, the mountain goat mount, the trebuchet. Right. Um, so they're yeah, out of money. Just, You're right. Crazy. They're out of money and they need more to finish the game. And they're scurrying they're in gray area my i guess i mean they are from what i saw there better be a lot of content but other than what they showed in that trailer i mean that that kind of example oh, come there on, was Brian. not much there that was just a very basic tech example after we've spent eight years in millions of dollars no you don't yeah. be don't don't be critical of that publicly released video to show off their game how dare you scumbag yeah i know uh chronicles <laughs> of Illyria. uh if you search for chronicles of Illyria gameplay i mean that's that's what we we're kind of looking at i mean that was gameplay and that that was what scared me and it doesn't it looks worse than what we saw at pax three years ago the development of the game began in the year 2000 19 Ooh. years I mean, if you haven't seen it, what, what kind of a scam is this? It's like a pyramid scam. Like, what is it? <laughs> You're so, it's a multi-level marketing. Get get your friends to buy copies of Chronicle of Illyria, and you will. If you profit. get your friends, if you get your friends to buy Chronicles of Illyria, we will put this. You will get this added item, <laughs> and you'll be the only person who gets that added added item because you're the that we that's only available during this time when you can recruit your friends it's like pampered chef <laughs> yeah total sham if you can get them to buy this piece you can get the garlic slicer uh, <laughs> this garlic slicer Brian, you should have a chronicles of illyria party invite all your friends over uh, and oh, yeah. sell them well, copies we'll, of the we'll game we'll be buying mountain goat mounts and <laughs> and gliders and that way i can get a free trebuchet for my selling of everyone <laughs> okay we're gonna get some hate on this one but that's fine so uh interesting article over at massively op uh if you want to check out their kickstarter there'll be a link in the show notes infectionpodcast.com if you'd like to uh check that out yes all right so here's some big news from from sony and this is something that we we generally don't go things that are console related but this does have something to do with things that we've been talking about recently yeah first of all sony has cut the price of playstation now in half and that's their game streaming services we've we've been talking a lot about their game stream various game streaming services from microsoft from google uh i actually subscribed on uh the on my tablet or actually on my phone to the play store's subscription service so they have a thing for I think it was for a year. It's like a dollar ninety nine a month, um, and it gives you tons of games and apps and everything that are normally paid for. You get them included. So I figured I'd try it out. Figure I can handle a dollar ninety nine. Uh, and please subscribe. <laughs> yeah, you know, please send in your donations. <laughs> by the way, I'm running out of funds. Um, and so that's something that seemed like it had value. Uh, here, PlayStation Now, they have a ton of their titles. The one thing that they do differently is 
it doesn't have to, they're not always streaming some of their titles rather than streaming it. When you're subscribed to PlayStation now, you actually get to download the game just like it, the normal ones work. You have a choice. You can either stream it or you can install a local version if it works better that way. Um, but they cut that in half. I think it's $9.99 now. Uh, and they're, they added some of their bigger titles to it uh, with this. Uh, I'm trying to see which was. There was some that they added. Uh, GTA 5, I think they added to this now. So that's available through it. And then a couple other ones. So, okay. I, I I don't want this to come off the wrong way. Yeah. At Oh, oh, in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm actually, wait, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. Okay. I take the back. They're, they're <laughs> not Red Dead Redemption. GTA 5. <laughs> they, they talk about it in here. I think the last of us was oh. added to it. Uh, and GTA 5 was added to it. I'm trying to, they keep on, they threw so many different games in this thing. Oh, and they also make this and this and this. No, just tell me which ones are added here. God of War, GTA 5. I think they added uh, Uncharted 4 to it. So they, they're putting some big, big names in there that maybe you would have purchased separately and, you know, cost you 50 bucks. And, you know, that'd be five months worth of the subscription. Okay. So this is, I, I don't want to come off. I don't want to come off like a jerk. Um, okay. Um, cause I understand not everybody's in a good financial spot, but so Xbox game pass is the same price. It's nine ninety nine a month, $10 a month, $120 a year for the service. I don't know about you, Brian, but I find myself sometimes signing up for services that I'm not going to use a whole lot because they are yeah. cheap enough that when I want to use it, I am paying for the convenience of having it available. You know, you can you kind of understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. At $10 a month, is it worth you the cost of two AAA new games a year to just have this available whenever the hell you want and say, it's Wednesday night, I don't have anything to do, let me load up PlayStation Now and just find a game and play it for four hours and call it a night. And that's the, well, that's the nice thing about this is a lot of people are running out of space. A lot of these games now are a hundred gigabytes. And unless you have an external hard drive, uh, you know, one of my consoles, the external hard drive is right here because it went bad for some reason. And so that game, I had to delete a game to add a new game to it. Uh, with this, there is no downloading. You don't have to wait. You can kind of just jump through a couple games and it'll start it up right away. You don't have to wait 15 minutes for it to download some big game. Uh, and some people have really slow internet. It may take them hours to sit there and download a game. So for some people, if they can get it to where it runs fast enough to be able to stream the game, then it may be worth it. But if you have a really slow internet, slow internet connection, it may not be a pleasant experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, with the pleasant, with it not being a pleasant experience, if you don't have a good, uh, good internet connection, I just, yep. I pay for Xbox Game Pass through bing rewards yeah uh which i've talked about i've used it like twice but i just wonder like I, here's now i don't play my playstation you're a, whole a lot. unique specimen though i i am and 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 I've, we've been i've been very transparent about that but at ten dollars a month brian i am almost tempted to sign up for it just so that when i want to play something i can and i'm wondering at what yeah. price point twenty dollars no n not gonna happen way too way too expensive but at ten dollars a month 
the cost of my lunch today at a fast food restaurant to have all of these games available. And I understand that I'm not going to play them all. I just, this is a very good price point. This is people sign up for Netflix and watch one show a year or, yeah. or, or two. I mean, I pay for Netflix. I, I could, I watch stranger things. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Netflix outside of stranger things. Should I cancel yeah. my subscription? Probably, but I don't. It's a pain in the ass. And if I want to, if I want to watch The Office tonight, I can want to be able to load up my Netflix account and watch it. I don't want to have to go sign up again. So that's what I'm saying. They're going to start bundling as well, because I, I, I don't think it was the PlayStation now, but I think it was Xboxes. They're offering like six months of Pandora with it. Interesting. So, so if you have that pass, you get six months of Pandora. So they're starting to kind of bundle things together. Well, and by the way, in my opinion, if you had to choose one of these, Xbox Game Pass is a better deal because they add brand new, like Gears 5, I think, is going to be on there very soon. For, the new Forza is on there. Like day mm-hmm. one releases are available on Game Pass, which is something that Sony is not doing. Um, and I've, yeah. I I think the Xbox Pass is, is, is a pretty good deal. Now, I pay for it and don't use it, but for $120 a year for new, um, new titles. Yeah, that's pretty good. And also they do have an Xbox pass game pass that works on the PC. There are two different passes. There's an Xbox game pass for console and then one on PC that they're bringing out. Um, uh, I, I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, yeah, it is out. They're doing like, they, they've done some tests with it. Um, with the PC version of their Xbox Game Pass. Uh, but PH is bringing well, that Sony's a little behind on this. And I well, agree. I mean, okay, $20 but, a month for GTA 5 is not a good deal. That okay, can't be but here, let's go through some of these. GTA 5, yep. God of War, Uncharted 4, Infamous Second Son. Uh, Those are all the old, though. Pain, uh, Bloodborne. Okay. Rocket League is in there. Rocket League's uh, a $20 game. All like, like NBA... 2018, the wrestling one, uh, Need for Speed games, For Honor, Elder Scrolls, Mortal Kombat 10. Like they've got a lot of the big they did. titles in there. For $20 a month, it's a sham. At $10 yeah. a month, I think that's not a bad that's not a bad deal to have those available to play. $20 yeah. is crazy. It, come on, you can't look at that connect collection and say that's worth $240 a year. No way. No. GTA 5 came out in freaking 2014 that's their title game yeah but if someone didn't own very many games and no, you had a true. kid who maybe plays one you know it's a, i mean it has all the borderlands not three but borderlands one and two the yeah. pre-sequel i mean it's got a lot of games that your kid may be like oh, i want to i want to have this game i want to have that game just give them a subscription and say all right here you go this is this is your these are your choices you know it's got a lot of a lot of newer ones in there uh, a lot of kids' games. I mean, they've gone through. If that's what the kids can play, you know, it's got Fallout Three. Just say, hey, here you go. I'm not buying you new games, but you get to play this. Now that's interesting. Now I do want to say with Game Pass, Gears Five, The Outer Worlds, which is something that I know a lot of people are looking forward to. Those games are going to be available on Xbox Game Pass day one when those come out on October October 25th. That comes out. So yeah. that's that's pretty cool. That Blair Witch game that just came out is available on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, Xbox Game Pass as well, so I'm gonna have to go back and look. I can't believe I've never—I've literally never used this. What? A, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm an idiot. I—I <laughs> I really am. I mean, what? A, you just need to need to figure your life out, Nick. 
it's it's it really is pulled together. Disaster. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a shame. And I tell you what, though, I uh, I saw my new job this week, and uh, one of the guys I'm working with is a retro video game nerd. So oh, un- yeah. unfortunately, he's probably going to spark my need to go buy old retro more retro consoles that I will never need to play. Well, that I never will play, like the. No. SNES and NES classics that I both paid for and have never used. So. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Don't be me, kids. Don't be Nick. Tell you what. Uh, we need a shirt that says, don't be a Nick. I saw a bumper sticker the other the other day that said, don't be a Jerry from uh, uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> it had his face on. It was pretty funny. So, yeah. Don't be Nick. Well, if we, can, if we can get that meme yeah, be, for you. Be, be Nick. Sad. I'm a successful podcaster. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, <laughs> so right. let's talk a bit. Actually, we have a video for Russ. I don't know if you want to yeah. play that really quick. Uh, yeah, uh, we've been talking a lot, but we can get a little update here from Shadow Frax and some of the updates that they've been working on this past week. Absolutely. Here comes the Russ video. We'll take a look at it and we'll discuss right after this. Greetings, survivors and friends. Shadow Franks here with your weekly serving of Rust development news where we have foliage, pianos, and modular weapons. But first, the new map and death screen changes are now on staging, so let's take a gander at that death screen first, which looks very different to what you're currently used to. A marker now shows where you last died, and there are all the details, such as who killed you, with their profile pic now, with which weapon, and from how far away. A bit like a slightly more detailed version of Cluedo. You can also see where all your beds and sleeping bags are now with their timers. You can move the map around, zoom in and out, and if a cluster of bags are closed together, you can click to expand them as a list. Then simply select which one you want to respawn on, or choose a random respawn. Also, because the team are thoughtful like that, if you've got streamer mode on and would rather not give your audience the full frontal of all this vital info, the map won't show unless you press G, or whichever button you've got the map bound to. Very handy. The in-game map now has some new features too. The death marker will show where you last died, so if your corpse is still out there, you'll be able to find it a lot more easily. And at the moment, this marker will stay on the map as a reminder of your most recent failure and only move when you die again. You can also now add and remove up to six different color-coded waypoints on your personal map by right-clicking, and these will show up on the compass, allowing you to home in on your intended target. There's no fast travel sadly, but hey ho! Also, if you're in a team, then the team leader's waypoints will show up for all members on the map, but not currently on the compass. Not sure if this will change though. Uncle Helk has been busy working on horses and their tack. You can now examine one instead of opening it, which is more reassuring, and at some point very soon on staging, maybe by the time YouTube actually sends you a notification of this vid, there will be some new equipment for them. Saddle bags will be a thing and necessary, it seems, for a horse to have storage, with each one adding six slots. Shoes will increase the speed of your steed and lower its rate of stamina drain, and armors will slow him down, although in an interesting change, these now add protection to both horse and rider, with wood providing 25% to horses and 20% to riders, and road sign giving 50 and 40% respectively. As Helk explains, while not exactly realistic, this seems to feel good from a game perspective, because right now it's almost a disadvantage to be on horseback as you're a sitting duck. Whack. Crafting figures are also more concrete now, with wooden horse armor being a default blueprint, workbench level 1, two rope plus 600 wood to craft, and road sign being a workbench level 
level 2, costing 500 scrap to research with 5 road signs and 3 sewing kits to craft. It'll also be available at the Bandit Camp in what seems to be a new attire shop, but not sure how much it'll be yet. We now have sounds for both types of armor too, with the wooden set sounding like you're running with a bag full of Jenga pieces. All figures are subject to adjustment though before the forced wipe on October the 3rd. It looks like the horse info panel is getting a rework too and will show such details as health, max speed and stamina. It'll also show which breed the horse is. I just wish we could name them. But what would you call yours if you could? No pressure. In other changes, oil rigs are getting a bit of a nerf, it seems. All military and elite crates will soon be kept under lock and keycard behind puzzles, and the recyclers are being removed from them. Let me know what you think about that in the comments. There were a few fixes this week, namely, compound scientists will now cover a black spot near the recycler, there was a fix to Bradley crates sometimes spawning under the world, and corpses not saving and loading their inventories properly. Harvesting heli jibs should no longer mark you as hostile, and work to optimize skeletons and LODs across the board are still ongoing, although we'll have to wait to see what performance increase comes out of them. In addition to this, there were two new console commands added, although they're not that useful unless you're filming cinematics. Grass.distance is currently set at 100, but can be boosted to 200 if you want to see it from further away, and Headlerp basically sets how quickly your head returns to the forward position after letting go of alt when using free look. Now to works in progress, and this is where it gets interesting. Oh, by the way, I uploaded a new Concept Limbo vid yesterday. It's all about community underwater concepts, floating bases, mines, sharks, and other stuff, so make sure you watch that if you haven't already. Anyway, it seems that work on making Double Doors skinnable has started up again, which has taken its sweet time, but this is promising. There's a new branch being worked on called Quick Loot, and although I don't have details about exactly what it'll entail, it looks like soon there'll be some looting-based quality-of-life improvements, and I'll let you know what they are when I find out. And as well as modular vehicles, which are really going to drive the game in a new direction, according to the commits, work has also started on garages to keep them in as well as vehicle lifts, and it looks like when this is all finally merged, you'll be in for either a treat or a shock, depending on where you stand on the issue. And lastly, just a few days ago, Face Punch set up a new Instagram page. So what, you say? Well, here you'll get a couple of new images each day. That's one for Gmod and one for Rust. And already, some really interesting new things have been shown to us. First up, there are two shots from test scenes on the HDRP branch showing off some of the new foliage work. This one in particular demonstrates the kind of plant density that might be possible with the new meshes. And yes, this is Rust, but if you squint your brain, it almost looks real. To be clear though, this is just a test scene and although these plants have a lower per square meter cost than the current ground foliage, when it's merged, performance may dictate that the density is scaled back quite a bit. You certainly shouldn't expect the whole island to be this overgrown. No harm in dreaming, though. More recently, we finally got some imagery for a couple of the new musical instruments. Firstly, the tambourine, lovingly crafted with old squashed cans. Not sure if we'll be able to melee anyone with it, but we could well hear the rattling of one of these, replacing re as the new danger warning sound. Then we have a glimpse of the piano, which wasn't at all how I was imagining it, but does the wheelbarrow mean it'll be portable, and will we be able to wheel each other into battle while striking a chord of fear into our enemies? 
probably not. And finally, although I've mentioned this before in relation to the roadmap, this is an incredible image to be hit with. Looks like fully modular weapons are on the horizon. And when I say horizon, I mean before the end of the year, apparently. This is not just a piece of concept art, these are actual models. But of course, I'd like to know your opinion on these, plus the other changes I've discussed, so please tell me in the comments down below and I'll try to reply to as many of you as I can. I stream on Twitch three times a week, still quite a few people unaware of that, so please join me there. I'd like to say a massive thank you to my supporters on Patreon for keeping me going as well. A link to my page there will be in the pinned comment, along with links to my Twitter, Facebook, Discord and Steam group pages. I shall catch you all soon, but in the meantime, keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. All right, and we thank our buddy Shadowfrax as always for uh, the update there. It's fun to see Face Punch getting on uh, Instagram. Kind of seems, yeah. it, it seems, it, I don't know, seems weird to just kind of an odd time to jump on that platform. But hey, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Who knows? All the kids. I thought, where, so where are they going to now? I mean, it, Facebook is dead. And they yeah. went to Instagram. Like, what's next? Yeah, well, there's not. But Instagram is a terrible platform. We've miscreated uses Instagram, and it sucks. Mrs. Miscreated uses Instagram. Yeah, and, and not that ins not that Instagram is a, a bad platform, but in terms of trying to show off images, unlike Facebook or Twitter, there's no like open a new tab and you get a super high resolution version of it. The yeah. video viewer sucks. There's no scrub wheel there's no volume control it's just play pause it's not a great platform for that um i'm gonna follow them i, I just followed them during the uh during the break and uh it's interesting to see what they're posting i'll keep an eye on it and see what i see so there you go very good all right well um i guess next we could talk a little bit first of all i was going to mention PUBG. They released, remember we had talked about the test version last week? Yeah. Uh, the 4.3 test. That has now gone live. Um, and so pretty much all the things that we had discussed, that survival mastery was implemented. Uh, they had a new weapon, that uh, double pump shotgun, uh, and just some adjustments to the UI, to the gameplay. All that stuff is now in there. So... If you are getting irregular updates and you weren't on the live uh, test live, then you'll be able to see that now. Uh, also, they have expanded. They there is a PUBG Lite. I know that this would come kind of come up at the, in January of this year, a lighter version of PUBG, but they've now expanded their beta into Europe. So next week uh, you'll be able to try. It's a free to play lightweight version of the battle royale, and I don't, I don't know if this is kind of a, an Asia thing, you know, maybe people that have not as strong of computers. I'm not sure what the whole goal of yeah, this is. And it says it, it says that the goal is that this is a game that will run on laptops with Anything. integrated graphics cards, which would be like yeah. your Intel HD 5000 or your, you know, your Intel. Yeah, You don't have to have a gaming PC and well, it'll still. You know, and you look at a game like this, right? They give it away for free. Then they, then they can, I mean, this Fortnite runs on literally anything as well, and and you've seen that yeah. be be great because you can you can open up. I've always been a fan of this. Is expose as many people as possible, and yeah. the enthusiasts win because we get yep. they get more money. They, they get a better product, presumably. It's it's. I think it's a good thing. 
And supposedly it's almost identical to the original PUBG as far as how it works. Oh, I'm sure it so, does. Yeah. They just toned down yeah. the graphics and changed a little bit of how it plays based on those lower end graphics. And there you go. I, I mean, I think it'd be neat to play something like that. I, mean, I don't play so PUBG, if you're in, but if you're in Europe, uh, you should be able to apply for that. And maybe you can get a chance to, to try it out. Yeah. Let so. us know if you uh, get, I know we've got a whole bunch of uh, European listeners. If anybody gets in on this, uh, shoot us a, shoot a video or something like that, or just send us a message and let us know. I'd, I'd be very interested to hear your, what your experience is or isn't like. Uh, another thing is the uh, Fortnite. They put out their 10.4 or 10.40 patch. Maybe you right. want to do it. Uh, and this, they've added in what they call the combine. Uh, and this is something I haven't really heard about before. It says, put your skill and mem muscle memory to the test. In this playlist, the goal is to reach the end as fast as possible while eliminating all targets along the way. So you can compete against friends or other players and for the fastest time on the leaderboard. So this is like uh, a... This is similar yeah. to what the, the NFL does, the NFL Combine every year, where a bunch of players show up, undrafted players or some rookie players, and it's a, it's essentially a flex contest. Show off your yep. skills, show off your, in the case of football, hand-eye coordination. One and you're trying grabs. to get from the beginning of this and, and yeah. compete for time. Yeah, absolutely. They do, you know, so. you, you've seen when the guys jump through the rope ladders, things, you know, it's speed, agility, yep. things like that. So this is, tell you what, hot take for subpar players, Brian, like you and I playing something like this combine, which is going to just get your, it's just going to just like advance your motor skills and get you kind of in yep. the Fortnite zone. This is probably in a, a shorter amount of time. Too. Exactly. Cause you're going to be, you're going to be on the ball. This is totally, we, you and I need to try this and see, see how it is. See if we just improve it all. I mean, we both are atrocious at the game, Not good at it. <laughs> but Plus, as long as there's no building required. Yeah. Well, and this is kind of, I, well, there probably will be, which isn't the worst I thing mean, in the world. You could use it to your, yeah. It depends if you're using it to your advantage. That, that's what I'm saying. So this combine's probably really good for, uh, for, for noobs and getting, yep. uh, getting you familiar with the game. Uh, another thing is they've added uh, a new rift zone called starry suburbs. Oh. And so you can do that. It says, make your wish wishes come true. Shooting stars with powerful loot are landing there. Uh, they're having some limited time modes for this. So zone wars where it's a solo respawning is off and it's a simulation of the end game scenario in battle Royale. So it has a condensed moving zone. You need to eliminate the com uh, competition as you avoid the storms closing in. Randomized spawns and inventory items make the round unique. And they have Colosseum, Desert, Downhill River, and Vortex as the zone war types. And then, of course, they they have like they've added a or made changes to various things uh, throughout the game. They, they're having a double XP weekend that they just did. So that just ended this this weekend actually ended yesterday so people probably took matt uh part of that mm -hmm. and then it's just a bunch of updates cool seems like so uh seems means... like everything is going well over in the Fortnite land yes uh and then i mean they're constantly putting out new updates which there's probably still a lot of people playing that i would die for player statistics Ugh, it's so frustrating not having statistics for games like Fortnite. the numbers are Got to, if you were to combine all the platforms, that number has got to be through the freaking roof. Well, I and that that's the thing is perhaps once 
the Epic Store maybe starts putting some of the API features and mm. lets you see current players and things, at that point, maybe you'll start to see those numbers. But I'm not sure short of that, you know, when you'd be able to see it. Other than when they kind of piecemeal out what they want you to hear. I don't like it. It's very misleading. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, not we, them personally. It's their, little, it's their little play. Yeah, it's the little uh, sandbox. They can do what they want for yeah, now. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like you hear no. this. I mean, everybody does this. Except for the Destiny article. Like, that's actually, you know, backed up in some regard. Yeah, you can look and say, okay, yeah, here's Steam yeah, says that there's this many people. Pretty close to, I would assume it's pretty close to accurate. Yep. Uh, so another game that here is, they've been released here for months now, but uh, Ring of Elysium continues to put out updates, continues to put out content. It's a free game. Uh, on the 26th, they put out their, their update for they call it well it's an anniversary in ltm mania uh so they have classic dion uh which it's it's a part of the map mount dion i don't know that that's how it's pronounced but it's a snowstorm and they've kind of they've added that to certain play periods across various zones so from every day between a certain couple of hours uh th through tomorrow so you have until tomorrow to try this if you haven't you might want to jump in but pretty much in the evening, uh, you can jump in and, and play and experience the special mode and have a storm in there. Um, they've added some new weapon skins, uh, done some quality of life updates in it in this patch. Also, you know, they did an update on the 27th, which just was a fix, and then an update on the 30th, which was two fixes. So they're continuing to keep that game going, adding things to it, doing special events. So I think there's you know, there's got to be a player base there for them to continue to put in, put time into it. Absolutely, there is a player base for sure. Yeah, I just you know you just have to look at their current players, and it's free to play game. So you just get people who play it because of that, and it's it's not a bad game. No, if you I mean, can, if gunplay's good. It's like any other game. If you're willing to invest, all these, in my opinion, all of these battle royale games are the same. If you're willing to yeah. invest into the game in terms of learn. It, one of those specific games inside and out, Fortnite, PUBG, yep. ROE, whatever it may be, they're they're conquerable. But most people like you and I just are not interested in devoting the time to it. Yeah. And but for anyone who would, I mean it's it is a polished game yeah. that I don't hear a lot of complaints about for people to play it. Yeah. It's not like I hear I don't hear that it's broken, that they have done a very good job with it since they've released it. Oh, it's peaking at over ten thousand max a day which is yeah. very sufficient for a br game yep so that means you get full lobbies i mean yeah. constant you know people you can queue in and, and play right away no oh, for sure and it's been pretty consistent i'm looking at the three month chart even the the six month chart is down a little bit but it's pretty consistent in its player base Fifteen thousand peak yeah. so fifteen thousand is about its peak and it's been that way for six months which is yeah. not bad yep good for them yeah. all right here uh, so, uh, there was a, a developer update from Dead Matter yeah, here this past but week. Not a typical developer update. Normally, we get videos from them, which we showed one, what, nope. two weeks ago? Last week? Yeah, two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, one thing that he did mention to this, and you know, I don't know how many times we've heard this from developers. They said, first, we stated in the last blog that we were going to be more transparent and communicative uh, moving forward. Bearing that in mind, uh, they're doing kind of like a state of the game Again, in January, they're going to be doing a, a review 
of the state of the game in January to make a determination on whether or not we feel we can make the March 2020 estimation release date. Uh oh. So they're in January. They're going to decide. Can we? Are we ready to release in three months? That seems like it might be a little too late. And it seems like they're already setting themselves up to not, which is good. Uh, to be fair, they're signaling it here so that when we hear it, we're not going to be like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, this we've never heard this before. They have just, pretty, in my opinion, they've pretty much just stated. And he's, he's just saying, we want to be as open as possible. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. We want we don't want to, I mean, pretty much it comes down to, they don't want to release it unfinished. Because yeah. if they release it unfinished, no one's going to play it and it's going to die. Yeah. But I think this signaling, the, the laying that seed right now, and, you know, this came out last week. So at the end of September, mm -hmm. laying the seed that, hey, March 2020, we're not really sure exactly what the state's going to be. It, it is fine. This is a decent enough lead time. I don't know how if they've got to yeah. do it right in the beginning of January, which we know after Christmas, those two weeks right after that are dead in the gaming world. I mean, it's just yeah. non-existent. No, a whole bunch I mean, this of people is a smaller studio, though, yeah. so. I am sure that they, the problem is these large studios, you know, all these people taking vacation yeah, and it's just, it's just a mass where nobody can get anything done. I think with this, you'll still have people, maybe people even busier, you know, cause they're home and doing whatever, you know, you, you, I, I think that a studio like this will probably still have uh, progress on it. Uh, you know, he showed through, he went through and did some dev updates on this showing animation work and things with the AI that was i heard some complaints of people saying you know the, the way that the ai move you know that's a lot of work uh they've also been improving some of the various weapons I've, I've been very impressed with seeing how that they're some of the models and things that they're they are doing with the weapons they look good you can see uh they show an animation there of the zombie bashing its head against the wall yeah <laughs> um uh they also on here uh they had in their a video that they had shown before uh, showing the MP5 firing. Just a lot of images of the various scenes of the world. Uh, they do talk about how they've been kind of working on the lighting and just the way that even like the plants work. Because there's a lot of, a lot of your performance is killed in, um, in things like foliage. One of the biggest killers of performance in, in games is uh, is the foliage so they're doing a lot of work on that so that it's not just dropping your fps uh even the buildings you can see that they're trying to minimize uh the amount of geometry that's in a building because that will drop your fps i mean there's just a lot of things there's a lot of optimization if you want this to run well but have a very full world look at the a lot of work look at the resolution of this screenshot like you think oh that looks pretty good look at how zoomed in that is this yeah. is a, this is a, they've got a high resolution. By the way, they're hosting these on discord, which I find to be really funny <laughs> instead of hosting them on their own web server. But I mean, look at the resolution at the, on this. This is a super yeah. high resolution screenshot. I mean, yep. look at this. That's pretty good, Brian. Yep. And, and they're, they're taking full advantage of the engine. Uh, and I think that, so I'll just give you a little bit of insider information of how this stuff works. Whoa. Of look at this one first. Hold with, on. Look at look at how cool look at how cool this yeah. screenshot is. Look at this. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's amazing. Is Unreal Unreal is very capable of this. And these guys, since they're not doing a big open world type wow. of thing, that it, it's going to be more of a co-op. Uh, you know, maybe what a four-player co-op, if I remember correctly, type of a thing. They can get, get away with a little bit more. 
Uh, and so, but the thing is they're making the world how they want it to look and then they're optimizing it to make it work. Um, you know, a lot of developers, when they're new to this, they come in and they just start throwing everything into the world and they wonder why they're getting 10 frames per second. Um, I think that part of what these guys are trying to do is they're like, we want the game to look like this. How do we make it look like that? A lot of it's optimizing all that foliage. A lot of it's optimizing the buildings. Uh, it's going through and just making it so that one piece isn't taking 10% of the CPU performance. You have to make it to where you can have all these things in here and still have your frames run 60 plus frames per second. So I think that that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and I'll be, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they're able to, to maintain these looks and, and this, this style of look uh, and have it be a respectable frame rate, which this, I think they, they might be able to. This, um, the one I was shown earlier with the sunset looks like a Windows wallpaper. It looks good. I, I, yeah. I mean, we've seen this a thousand times, right? Uh, you know, oh, screenshots. Show, this, I want to see it. I want to see it when on the release. Version. I want to see it as do I. I'll tell you what, though. Good sign. Because they're because they're they're showing what they're doing. I mean, they're showing how they're they're, do, they're doing on this. And these guys have been fairly transparent since mm -hmm. since day one. They've done eight or nine of those dev vlogs that we've shown, and they go into they're they're people say they're dry and they're because it's details. I mean, they're showing you what how it's exactly how they're doing what it is. It. And yeah. That, that's what I want to see because that shows me whether or not they're actually putting in the legwork. Yeah. That's what worries me is I see too many people that don't put the legwork in the fact that these guys, I see these guys fretting over the details of the things that they're supposed to be fretting over the things that I've run into and said, Hey, you know, this is what's killing our performance. You know, how are we going to fix this? These guys are addressing all of those things. Yeah. And so that to me shows that they have actually played this through. It's not just a scene that they made, to you know take a screenshot of they're actually running through it with the character and saying hmm why are my frames dropping when i go near this near this area and so they're going and making it so the foliage is better the trees are better the buildings are better like that's the stuff that kills your performance and these guys are that's what they're talking about in the like especially this dev blog they're showing all that stuff it's so. pr it's it's pretty cool man and even like they show um so there's the one where it's like a gas station roof, it's yeah. a red roof. Uh, they're showing the reduction. So as you move away, or they're trying to simplify the model while maintaining a decent look. Yeah. They so said, that's an example. They said it's a 91% reduction in terms of something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the term they used. Po probably the polys, uh, yeah. the, 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 the amount of geometry there is. That's a huge difference. Those are the type of things that when you go, when you go and either buy assets off the marketplace or you have somebody who doesn't really understand, you know, they're modeling something, but they don't understand the restrictions. They'll make something that has 90,000, what, um, what does the vertices, what is that? What the vertex count means? Is that the poly count? Yes. So, well, uh, yeah, it's the vertices. So it's the number of. So on that gas science. station header, the vertex count previously was 11,167 on that rooftop. Mm -hmm. They dropped it down to 953, which is a 91% reduction. Yep, and that's excellent. Uh, it's, I mean, think about able, that. Think about how that's, But that's what's going to make the difference when you run through a building yeah. and having it, or through a city, and having it not drop your frames 20 frames per second. That's how they do that. Hmm, and the wow. fact that these guys, and that's what I've been saying, 
The fact that these guys are realizing that and working their way through it shows me they put in the legwork. They've, they're finding their bottlenecks. It's a good sign to me. Pretty I cool. Mean, that just is a good sign. I'm super hyped for this game. I really hope this is not a disappointment because we've seen it a, a trillion times, but I, yeah. this may be the one that makes it happen. And by the way, you can back them now. I mean, you can help them out now while they're in development. They're still on Indiegogo. Um, let's yep. see. The 15, uh, 20, uh, $35, I believe, will get you a copy of the game. The single action pack. I think that's the the and, version that'll give you. I mean, a copy. I kickstarted them originally uh, when they came out, so yeah. you know, I'm I'm invested in this too. I hope it's a good game, and it's going to be a cool. I mean, it's going to be a cool game. There's going to be a lot of stuff. They've just the stuff they've shown. There's going to be a lot of features to it. It's made an Unreal. And I know it's a, a, what Unreal is capable of, so I'm excited to see what the end result is. Yeah. All right. Cool stuff from the folks over at Dead Matter. Uh, Brian, this is a game that we uh, saw over at PAX, and um, now they're kind of on our radar things to talk about, Astroneer. And um, yes. they have got the um, their, their roadmap and an update of their roadmap on what they're working on. So um, they've done their summer update, they did their lunar update, and they did their exploration update, which is what we, uh, you, well, you actually got firsthand came experience Came out right with. at that time, yeah. Yeah, you were playing that for a little while. There's some B-roll in... Uh, our inter- your interview with uh, the Astroneo team. But for the rest of the year is the Wander update. That's what we'll have out here by the end of September. Uh, the Groundwork update, which looks like it's going to be revolving around base building and different components that are um, maybe turrets and things like that that are you know, groundwork things. And then for November, a creative update. And they've got a kind of like a pimped out jetpack with looks like speakers and whatnot on it and some different colors so working on some things to uh make the game a little bit more creative and then they're not really sure what's on the slate for december yet which we know is kind of a weird month in the development world so um with that being said this is a this is a pretty good roadmap and uh they've this is a game that is uh constantly keeping things up to date and uh has a has a pretty nice player base so Cool stuff from, uh, and it, from them. And, it, and it's a very fun game as far as if you're into that style of game. Yeah. This is one of the ones where, as I said before, I was playing some games and I was like, ah, I just wish this had more. And then uh, and then this is the one that I kind of found based on, I wish I had a game like this that just had more of, and then you name those things. This is the game I found that filled all those blanks. So I think it's a very good game. Check it out. And uh, and they're going to be having content, new content throughout the year. So you know that they're going to continue to update it. Absolutely. Cool stuff from the uh, Astroneer folks. Now, there's a video. We've been talking about a game that's going to be coming out here soon called yeah. Last Oasis. Uh, and this is the one that's where you are trying to remember the Earth. Once the Earth is kind of stopped rotating correctly. Yeah. And so slowly the backside of it's turning to ice. The front side is burning up. And so you're trying to maintain being in that kind of sweet spot uh where the earth is and so they put out a video this is just a little video uh promotional video that's a one minute but figured we'd play it since it just came out yeah let's take a look between the ice and the heat is the last oasis
All right. They uh, want you to go ahead and uh, wish list it on Steam. Pretty cool video from uh, last. And it'll Oasis be out folks. February of 2020. Yeah. So when they're planning on releasing it, coming up here in just a couple months. And uh, by the way, this is they they did. They, these are the guys that just postponed the uh, the release. Right. They were. Um, yeah. This it was supposed to be out. Was it this month, September, or was it, or was yeah, it at the end of September? Or was it October? It was like right around this time period. I think no, I, I think it was like they were supposed to do it like two weeks ago. If okay, I correctly. Yeah, so they um, they postponed that, and uh, now they're expecting it to come out here in uh, in February. So. so they postponed it. Yeah, the twenty sixth, the twenty sixth of of September, is when they officially announced the postponement. Gotcha. So yeah, so that's going to be coming out here in a couple months. And as long as, I mean, you want something that's fairly playable, this is going to be kind of an early access thing. And it's going to be relying a lot on multiplayer combat and all this. So they're you want something at least playable where people say, oh, it's broken. You know, you don't want people just quitting immediately when you put all that work in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one thing, Minecraft, I know your favorite game. Oh yeah, Minecraft. They are reworking and, and uh, redoing the some of the new biomes first of all the nether is going to be reworked oh thank god uh, they're going to be adding some new uh that we're calling it piglin beast mobs to oh, it oh cool and so also they're adding in some new biomes one's uh soul sand valley uh nether wart forest and a couple others so some changes coming to minecraft a game that just will not die it keeps coming brian i want to uh adding new things i want to relay a um I want to relay a comment here that I uh, just saw in, uh, in in chat from our, our, our viewer here, Phantom. He says, first time catching the podcast live, been listening on iOS for a few months now. You guys make the commute fly by. Love the content. Thank you. We appreciate that. We've we've been asking our audio only uh, silent listeners, is what we'll call them, people that just listen to the podcast and go on with their day to uh, lurkers. Yeah, lurkers. That's that's a better word to use um, to uh, reach out to us and let us know that uh, that you exist because it's hard. So it's hard to uh, extrapolate all that data. So Phantom, thank you for listening. We appreciate your uh, support and thank you for tuning in live. It's, uh, well, as long as his chat. commute isn't on the subway or something and he falls asleep and it just makes it's perfect for making him fall asleep. I'll tell asleep. you what, I listen to... If, if that's what it does, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah, Brian, there's a podcast I listen to when I have... You know exactly what this podcast is. When I'm having a hard time to go to sleep, Security Now with Steve Gibson oh, yeah. is the podcast of choice. You want to hear about... SQL injections and Windows XP exploits, it puts you out like a baby. I mean, there's nothing more boring than that show. So Great knowledge, what, but boring. One thing that drives me crazy with that podcast, and I was listening with somebody a couple months ago, and he's got his, I don't know, the things that he does, like he'll say or like noises or whatever he does that just drive me <laughs> up the wall because they're, they're things that he repeats that usually as a person who's broadcasting for a while, Nick, I know you listen to the podcast back again. I do. One thing week. that, one thing that helps to do is to get rid of those ticks, um, you know, whatever it is, um, uh, uh, buzz, uh, ums, things so that you like, use for delaying. Yes, exactly. They're, they're words that you use when you're thinking to try to fill the time. Well, that gets really annoying in a podcast. And I, I think you'll notice that, Nick and I generally don't do that. And if we do, why? tell us. Tell us. But the reason we don't do that is because we listen to ourselves. And when I first started doing this, I would listen to myself and say, I can't 
understand the fact that I go, uh, I sound like an idiot. Um, I'm like, yeah, this drives me crazy. So I stopped doing it. And I, with him, he's been doing that podcast for so long and he does all the same ticks and it just drives me. And I enjoy some of the content. I listen interesting content. I listen to the 16 kilobit version that he makes available on his website. <laughs> just so, so I don't like, burn up all so my can hear data. a little bit of a <laughs> in the background. Yeah, I hear all the audio artifacting from, from compressing the hell out of the show. Phantom says he listens. <laughs> he has an hour back and forth on the subway. It says it keeps him awake. So. There we go. Awesome. Oh, it keeps him awake. Okay. Yeah. So hey, sure. hey, thanks for joining us live. We really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're uh, an audio listener out there and you can make it here live on a Tuesday, just pop in chat, say hello. We'd love to get your acquaintance and make sure you join our Discord and whatnot and hang out in there. All right. Uh, so we got Minecraft. What else uh, What else we got on the plate here? I see an, uh, an update on here, but there's no update, Brian. Okay. So, well, first of all, let's uh, go to uh, Conan Exile. I'm sorry. They I was talking a... about Atlas. There's no update. There's an update, but there's no there's update. A, there, there is an update. Well, then the show notes, the note says no update. Oh, sorry. That's from the old, from what? my copy and paste. Well, what Ignore that. What do you, what do you, what do you, what are you talking ignore? about? I don't see it anywhere. It doesn't say that on there I'm sorry. anymore. Okay. Let's talk about Conan. You know, now I look like an idiot. Now I'm going to have to listen to the podcast and be like, God, I sound like a real jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's where you had to pay attention to the current version. They actually jumped up in cur- in version numbers. So which game are we talking about. about first? No, let's do Conan. Let's do the thing for Conan okay. Exiles because this is a little bit of an announcement. All right. What is, oh, we're just, uh, we're just showing the video. Yeah, just show the video and then we can discuss a little bit after. All right, here we go. All right. What All right. did what so for did, audio what, listeners? I mean, Whoa. come on. <laughs> you got What's that transition. I don't know. That, that was new. Well, no. This is at the end of the video. There's this like we. Oh, this looks new. I this might this is some Tencent stuff here. Watch the end of this. This is like a weird okay. Funcom splash. Watch this. It's like a. It's like a stick. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, new. They've redone their uh, logo. I've That's never new. seen yeah. that. Tencent having it. its impact. Throwing money at them. Jeez Louise. Uh, <laughs> Screwing up the podcast. So, so far, I know. I thought you did some weird like transition. Yeah, I'm like, hey, like, Brian, let's talk about this transition. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a transformer in the background. <laughs> uh, so on here, they've announced that they're doing mounts. And then by December, they'll be doing an update so that you can have horses inside of Conan because it is a oh, big yeah. world. Huge world. It does get annoying running everywhere when you, especially when you're taming and you have all these different animals around you uh now they'll have mounts to where you can move around more quickly and i'm sure that'll be scaled enough to where you have to be a higher level to actually be able to do it yeah cool I, man i tell you what conan fantastic game solid game solid development solid people at work there and they have done minus originally partnering with ping perfect who turned out to be a joke mm-hmm. You yeah. know, neglect is one thing. Oh, I don't know who's blink. Since then, the game has been rock solid. Yeah. yeah. Which is and, and cool. they've had a consistent player base. I think they've really got a good RPG or um role playing community. Yeah. And 
they the updates that they've been doing are kind of tailored around this is one of the first updates that's more of your standard player update it's not about making new base building parts and all this uh this has to do with something that's core to the gameplay the movement so uh of course they they've done a really good job with you know, the climbing system is a lot of fun it's really good for oh, works well best. in this type of a game uh now they'll have the horse movement so i'm sure they're going to continue putting in kind of these quality that's the quality of life type of thing um, the climbing system lets you get up to places get away out of combat when something's attacking you can get on a wall let me tell that's you cool stuff conan's got a good climbing system but i found the best climbing system ever hmm. <clears throat> zelda breath of the wild has got yeah. the dopest climbing system in the world it is it's such a it's crazy in conan it changes it but conan the map is uh, the map is big but it's not that big the yeah. legends of zelda map is massive and you can literally climb anything well and i think and you part can of the hand limitation... glide off of it it's super cool does it have a system like Conan where you get tired and yeah, you can only you do. climb up there's so a, high? There's a okay. stamina bar that spins, so it's not unlimited, so you've got to be methodical with it. But you, what I do is, with that, I don't like fast traveling. I think that's kind of cheap. Um, so what I'll do is I'll be like, oh, I want to get all the way south. I'll climb to a really high peak, and then I'll like paraglide off and, and do that a couple times, which is cool. You get to see the environment and whatnot. But Conan, has a, in terms of multiplayer games, has got the best climbing system, for sure. So now you you bringing up the uh, paraglider that kind of reminds me of the reason that we rage quit this next game, <laughs> okay. Atlas. Uh, Great game. Remember we had spent so many days building this giant ship, and then we go out on our maiden voyage. I wasn't even home. Missed out. <laughs> I all my labor <laughs> gone. <laughs> and and we we're we're going past this island, and I see a I I just see a little shadow happen above me. And all of a sudden, these guys had flown all the way from this island we can barely see. They'd flown and landed on top of our ship, threw down uh, some sort of a flame bomb, instantly killed everyone on the ship, sank our ship, and then everyone rage quit. We said we are done with this game. Great so, game. Had a really good time playing. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was great. Uh, so they've made some changes, and pretty much they've done three or four patches one of them is a pretty big one they've done what they call the snowman boss so there's a snowman boss in there and they've revamped how it works uh and i don't know if that's in preparation for a certain biome or for winter i don't know if they're going to be doing anything with that but they're reworking that boss uh, they added a new tutorials tab to help people get information on how to kind of work the game um, They've done some updates other than that. They've fixed a lot of, of issues in the world. Uh, for instance, holes in the world, uh, decor that was blocking things, floating foliage. A lot of those things they've gone through and fixed. Um, they've added cross-play between the Xbox and the PC. Interesting. So you can do that. Now, I think they have their own set of servers for that. Um, they've The new world map with improved biome layout and a new biome type was added uh 70 new core island templates 20 new cosmetic and sale cosmetics full gamepad support now um, they have wild pirate camps now on single player and non-dedicated sessions um, and what they do is they take over each island across the atlas by attacking and then claiming procedurally uh, enemy pirate camps and so they have the new pistol they've added and then cats with hats i guess you can put 
you'd have a cat and wears hats. I don't know. <laughs> that, um, you sound very angry about that. You're like disgusting. That was the most. You're like freaking. Uh, there's a cat. You. Put, I mean, there's I don't so know. many things <laughs> they could be fixing with the game. They've added cats and they have hats. That was the it most. Is, uh, that was the most like. I'm so done with this nonsense reaction that I've ever heard from you. You were like defeated. You were you were verbally uh, defeated by reading that line. <laughs> I mean, if, if if they had it where like the cat did something for gameplay, great. It's but got like a hat. What are you talking about? It had, where's the hat? So now you got cats that have hats. Uh, Dr. Then they Seuss had coming day. in with the lawsuit. Atlas will be no more. Yeah. So they, had, they did a, a patch after that, which had two fixes. Another patch after that, how it had one fix. And then a patch after that, that had three fixes. And then that pretty much gets you current. So there was updates. I was wrong. I apologize. There were updates. Yes. So they did. They did one patch that did quite a few updates, mostly to the arena and that one boss uh, and then a list of fixes and then some of those extra features that I mentioned. And by the way, they're still working on it. We talked last week. uh, This game is out on Xbox next week, seven days from today, October 8th. uh, It will be out. So and then the the cross play, I think you'll have to do through what that you'll have to do separate servers. So you have to be on servers that are somehow compatible with the Xbox servers. Yeah. I don't know how so that's it's not, work. it's not standard servers. So I wonder if we can get a copy of this for the Xbox and see how that works with crossplay. Yeah. We've been nothing but positive about the game. I'm sure they'd have no problem yeah, sure <laughs> giving me a copy. <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some. So, uh, scum, they came out with another update okay. and, uh, now this, they also have their new comic. So if you're right. following that number 27, I think at uh, no, comic number 27. Wow. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, High quality what comic here. Literally nothing. One word. Some words at the bottom. What's it say? Well, well Dina, wish well, me Dina, luck. Dina, wish me luck. There you go. Just added a bunch to the story. Uh, so in their 0.2.56, I need to look up at some point. I made a thing where I said if they reached a certain version number <laughs> a second, uh, that I would play the game again. <laughs> zoomed in Brian as he's like, look, did, Sorry, you, lo- to find my- did you lose did you lose the notebook? No, I got it right here. Okay. I, reach. It's I found mine the-, the other day. I did some cleaning around here. I was like, hey, there's my uh, new egg new notebook. Well, I had to see when I when I said that I was going to play this Three. game again. Um, I said that I got to got to be here somewhere. Oh, it when it put reaches 0.3.1. So I said. I guess we, I should probably change that to 0.3.0. You can't 3. change 0. a prediction. Okay. Well, but man, imagine how long it's going to take them to get to zero. I guess we'll see. Like as long good, as they don't do like zero, 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 one. Like a good wine, like a good wine, Brian. It will get we'll better wait. with age. Yeah. <laughs> so once they get to the 0.3.1 version, I'll go in there and, and give it a serious try again. Uh, well, now, one thing they added in this is digging so you can now dig inside of scum so nice. there's a little video for that if you want to yeah, show that pulled up the here. digging feature yeah, uh, but this also you know they've gone through and, and done some improvements such as they've added a compass for navigation and then here you can see the digging there's no talking uh but you can see he's picking up a shovel and he is going to dig at the ground here there's no audio on this video either. And and you're able to bury. So here's a box. He put something in a box and now he's going to bury that box. So I guess kind of like a stash, the old H1Z1 stashes. Interesting. 
Hmm. So you buried a box in the ground. You can store items in that box. Yeah, but you have to dig then, it up to look in the box, I think. No, what did he just do, though? Uh, did he, oh, did he? Yeah, I think he went to his back. inventory. F to unbury. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he viewed the but box. But I think a bit, did he interact with it? Because it, it showed. No, that's his, like that's his, that's his regular it. inventory. I think. Well, hold on. No, what does that say? Well, no, I think it was, I think it was interacting with the box. I can't see it. Damn it. If you if you pause it because it had an interaction menu, yeah, right it, there. Sa- it says F to unbury and it says vicinity. Okay, you see it in the vicinity. Okay, okay. so you so don't now, actually now he's, the box. Able, so now he's able now he's able to unbury it. Jeez Louise! So. By the way, this video is like four by three. I don't know how yeah. how they somehow how they managed to produce a video with black bars on the side in 2019. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the compasses, they've got various levels. So first instance, level one compass, which is a very simple, it pretty much, you can see just the North. So you can see when it's pointing North, um, or, you know, it has a marker for where North is, uh, level two, you see four sides. So it's Northeast Southwest level three, you know, it has all the, the eight sides. So the subs of those, and then the level four has degrees. Cool. It's more detailed. Um, They've added personalized signs. They've added military bases. And they've added some new armor to the game. Uh, and then, of course, they've done some translations and then bug fixes. So that was the... Uh, armor looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it came out very well. I mean, they're adding... Yeah. That's one thing I like about this game is it looks good. It even plays well. But nobody plays but it. A lot of people aren't playing it. Uh, and then they've added the 0.2.57.17299 where they've been changing some things with the drones. Uh, and then they did a lot of bug fixes on there. Uh, with the drones, they have it to where you can now fly through objects in while in admin with an admin drone. So maybe you know, you're managing a server or something. They have it to where you can kind of watch people and do different things. Uh, you also can have a fly silent mode. Um, and it, they remove collision from that. Drone visit times have been cut in half. They will visit you less often now because those drones come in and they kind of harass you when you're playing. They made it so that happens less often. Uh, and just just some reworks too. A lot of bug fixes and things like that. So nice. Uh, and then Miss, let's see, Realm Royale. They came out with an update. Oh, okay. Uh, Ob twenty two, which is always weird. The, the way they word these. Uh, but one thing they did is they have their battle pass calling Bach ops battle pass. Uh, so they have 50 levels of fu- futuristic military cosmetics. So that's the theme of this one. And you can also unlock the premium track of the battle pass for 900 crowns or unlock the battle bundle, which contains the premium track and 20 immediate levels for 22,250 crowns. Uh, they have a third ability slot. Uh, they also added gyro support for the PS4 and Twitch, which will be interesting to see Switch. how they are. Sorry, the PS4 and Switch. Did I say Twitch? You did. Yeah, Switch. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, which it'll be interesting to see how they're going to incorporate that into the actual game of moving your controller or moving. The I'm going to try. I'll try it on the Switch. That sounds like it'd probably be pretty fun. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they, how that actually affects it. Input based matchmaking. So, uh, Good move. Players who use controllers, you know, you can have it to where you're not matching against keyboard and mouse. Uh, so Get that's, wrecked. Yeah, we've been talking about that controversy <laughs> a little bit. 
Uh, they've changed the number of players required to start a custom match. It's been lowered from 24 to 12. So you can, with 12 players, you can do a custom match. Uh, they're having a rank reward coming in OB23. So the next version, they're going to have a rank reward. And then they now have done PS4 crossplay. So you can now play against PS4 players. Thanks, Sony. Uh, they, they did some updates to the map. So they fungal jungle is in there now. Um, and then they just pretty much did a lot of balancing to weapons, talents, runes. Um, they did some polish, quality of life things. And then they said they are investigating a cause of crashes on the Switch and a cause of lag on the PS4. Cool. And I think the only other game we have to talk about is Apex Legends, which started their season three. Uh, I mean, people, I guess, are still playing this. They added a new map called World's Edge. Uh, oh, wow. And so that's in there. Um, also, they've added a new rifle, the charge rifle. Um, and then they have the new battle pass, which is season three. And actually, I didn't put the link, but I'll have a link to also the rewards for that. So that you can see some of the new skins. And if you're playing that, uh, I'm sure they are throwing it in your face as you load into the game. But uh, they've added a lot of items to the battle pass. And they're calling it Turn Up the Heat. There is a little video. I don't know if you have the ability to play yeah. that since it's not. Oh, is it not on YouTube? Actually, it is. Oh, yeah, actually it is. You have to click it to find that out, though, because they skinned it above it. Where so. is this? There's no video in this post. It there it is. Oh, Let you me, added I'll another link. Hold on, you added a different link. Hold Sorry, yeah. we'll get we'll get. This. I we'll get making you work on the fly here. Ah, hey, this is this is my this is my, this is my game. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's long though. You want to play the whole thing? Um, how long is it? Three let's minutes. Oh uh, yeah, we got time. Okay. We'll be good. All right. Uh, let me get this queued up and uh, here we go. Apex Season Three, uh, Battle Pass. Here we go. After we look at it, here we go. You should have been more prepared. I was. Fight for dominance at world's edge with the Season Three Battle Pass. Complete with new daily and weekly challenges, XP boosts, Apex packs, 1,200 crafting medals, 1,000 Apex coins, and of course, all new legendary items. Season 3's mix of daily and weekly challenges provides legends with new gameplay opportunities and variety. If you miss a few weeks or start late, your weekly challenges will still be around when you return, and you can complete them all at once. You better hope you're with me. Legends will immediately unlock the legendary Reckoner Longbow DMR at purchase, along with three new Legend skins. Battle through the remaining 100 levels to earn the rest of the rewards, including legendary items like the Iced Out Pathfinder, From the Ashes Lifeline, and the Reactive Frostbite Peacekeeper. Time is flying, and I am too. And you'll still be able to earn enough crafting medals to craft that elusive legendary item of your choice to show off your favorite legend in style. Did you think the trigger would pull itself? Speaking of style, we've expanded upon our latest content categories with new music packs and loading screens, more personalized skydive emotes to let everyone know when you're dropping into the fight. You can't forget this face. And unique quips for the all-new customizable quip wheel. Feel good. 
allowing legends to bring their personality into the arena in a whole new way. Power is everything. You only think you have it. Combine all of that with the first ever series of gun charms to give your favorite weapon a little extra love. One more. The Season 3 Battle Pass is available right now in-game for just 950 Apex Coins. Or upgrade to the bundle and immediately unlock those first 25 levels and start dominating with the Iced Out Pathfinder. I may win this thing today. And remember, rewards can only be earned during the season, so be sure to secure them all before it ends. Rappling. So bring the heat, or that icy touch, as you dominate the competition. Only with the Apex Legends Season 3 Battle Pass. Don't blame yourself, blame me. Alright, I'll make sure I turn the audio down there in case there's some crazy sound there at the end. That was a really good video. That was a that was a yeah. uh, that was a really good demonstration of what is available. Was, and the, that's the thing is it was actually it was packed with here's all the new stuff. They didn't sit there and dwell on anything. They did a really good job of there's a lot of stuff in this season three charms. I'm not a big, I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. I guess for people who played a lot, like those are things that you're kind of going for. Uh, but there's a lot of cool skins. Um, I mean, it's just for people that are playing this, this is the kind of stuff that kind of keeps you playing throughout the week. So I'm looking. So the battle pass, if you want the 900, if you want the base battle pass, it's, a thousand it's 900 coins if you had to buy that if you don't have any coins in game it's 10 bucks if you want the 2600 uh one where it comes up updated you have to buy 4000 coins at 40 bucks so just be that i know there's been some controversy with the whole battle pass system with this and how some things just can cost so much yeah well um, and this is part this is the old xbox live trick that they pull where it's like you can buy two thousand or five thousand points and something is twenty five hundred so you have to buy five well, notice how they said at the end and it makes it so that you get enough scrap that you can craft one thing yeah as you're crafting one of those items well there's probably a whole outfit of those things yeah. So then, okay, but if you pay money, you can get the rest of the outfit, which you know some people will do because hmm. they want to have everything that matches. That's true. That's true. So they're kind of counting on the whales is what they call them in the industry. It's the crazy world we live in. Yeah. So I think that pretty much, I think we covered everything. I don't know that we, I don't think we missed anything. So. All right. That That is pretty much it. Well, with that being the case, Let's take a look. Let me get rid of this Apex lower third here. And let's take a look at, once I get my sound, I'm all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Let's take a look at current players, Brian. Let's look at some games and the people that are uh, currently playing them. Let's start it off with Ark Survival Evolved. Currently playing 25,436. The 24-hour peak, 39,791, with a seven-day peak of 54,074. Let's take a look at Rust. Wow, these numbers are high. 40,200 currently playing. The 24-hour peak, 51,493, with a seven-day peak, 72,366. Really solid numbers from the folks over at Rust. Let's take a look at Miscreated, currently playing. 489, the 24-hour peak, 700, with a seven-day peak of 829. And finally, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, currently playing. 92,259, the 24-hour peak, 
570,466 with a 70 peak of 597,088. And that is going to do it for current players. Those are all the games and the people that are currently playing them. Very good. Well, how about we uh, how about we do tip of the week where I go through and either give a general gaming tip or one for a specific game. And since we're going to be playing this uh, this Friday, I figure I'd do it on Planet Set Arena. So oh. this is tip of the week. All right, so I figured I'd just give a little information. Probably most people here haven't even tried it yet, uh, but there's going to be two types of vehicles in Planetside Arena. First of all, you have the Flash and then the Tempest. Uh, the Flash, it's a quad bike, it's similar to one that exists in Planetside 2 already, and it's really good for doing air jumps. Uh, you could try to jump above the enemies and then and fire on them from there. The Tempest, though, is a hover bike, and this they haven't had a hover bike in Planetside yet, uh, and it does best with horizontal movement, and it's going to be what most players are probably going to use. Uh, what, another thing that they have in here is there's not really a big inventory type of system in Planetside Arena. And it works off of an upgrade system, which we've talked about before, does better when you're dealing, trying to kind of accommodate consoles or people playing with controllers. And this is going to have more of an MMO style color system for upgrades. So they have the green, uh, green blue, purple, and orange for your various item levels. And then when you go to pick up an item, if it's an upgrade, then it'll let you pick it up. If you're trying to pick up a lower level item, it won't let you pick it up. So as you play, you'll be able to just kind of update it uh, without having to sort through and figure out if it's a better item or not. And they will have some crates in the game, uh, purple crates, and those will have rare items in them. And so when you're playing, you'll notice that those actually take longer to open those crates versus the other ones. So hopefully that kind of helps you out, gets you a little prepared for what to expect when we do our game of the week and make sure you join us um, this Friday. And that is tip of the week. Yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully you'll make sure you get it installed and loaded. Yeah. Gigabytes. Get in there. I don't think you'll need to have a daybreak account. I think they got rid of all that stuff, but maybe you do. Hopefully. So, you know, it's always a good idea to hop in there the night before or a couple, or hour, a couple hours earlier in the uh, evening on Friday. Get in there, make sure you're ready to go. And uh, if you have a choice, make sure you're playing on uh, U.S. servers. I know that uh, was an issue with Planetside 2. So uh, make sure you yes. select U.S. as your region. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll with that Friday night. Very good. All right. Are we ready to do this game of your voice? I think we are. Okay. So let's go ahead and draw this. And congratulations, Judd. Uh, oh, it's Judd for... You have won a copy of this thing called it's called Love is Dead. Cool. So hopefully you enjoy that. And I will send you the key inside of Discord. Yes. And uh, thanks to Judd for the couple of gift subscriptions that uh, he threw out here during the show. We want to thank our buddy TechZone707, Sean, our camera operator out in PAX West. You probably saw a little bit of him. And Maltros, Mal Maltros uh, for his uh, resubscription as well. And uh, if you did subscribe in the past week and we missed your name, it was not uh, of well, it is our fault, but we're not we're having a hard time with uh, our notification system. So if we missed you, send us a message. 
and we will make sure to give you credit on the next program. So, and also but, remember, Saul Goodman, that your subscription has expired. Woo! Spicy. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Gotta, gotta, gotta remind those people. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll let you be the bad guy. I'm that's uh, uh, Brian <laughs> at infectionpodcast.com If you've got anything going on with uh, yeah, with with anything with that, Salty Goodman. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Um. All right, Brian. You got anything else before we uh, head out of here? No, but if you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, of course, my blog, biteoftech.com. And if you want, you can go ahead and check out my Bingo, YouTube boom, channel. If you, well, thank you, Phantom. I guess we'll do this at the same time. Phantom2415 uh, has subscribed, and he's the one who I think was listening and um, on his trip to work. And so he, through our, his subscription, that's something we've been encouraging people to do. People that sit there and they listen to us in the podcast form, well, they don't generally have access to the Twitch Prime sub while we're streaming. So what you can do is even if we're not online, you can go to our channel and hit subscribe if you have uh, Amazon Prime already. And that helps us out. That pays for our trips to PAX. Uh, and that's it, we were able to get a place to stay. Uh, we covered a lot of our Ubers. Mm -hmm. it, it handled everything. So it did a very good job for industry. did us very well. And we thank everyone that goes and actually help us uh, helps us out with that. Uh, but sorry, I go back to where I was. Uh, also, if you go check out our website, infectionpodcast.com, on the right-hand side there, we have a place where you can join our Discord server. And that is, uh, that's a place where if you want to suggest news throughout the week, there's a place to do that. Uh, we, when we do our game of the week, that's where we're doing the voice chat for that. And, uh, and there's just a lot of uh, a fun talk and even our workout channel. If you want a little bit of support for going out, keeping yourself healthy, we do have a place for that as well. Uh, if you join the Steam group, that'll help get, give you notifications on your computer when we go live. And I always do that a little bit before we go. So if you happen to be sitting at your computer, uh, you'll get a little notification and you can join us live and, and participate. Uh, also link to our uh, mixer, our YouTube, our Twitch, and then the audio forms for whatever kind of a device you're listening to us on. And then show notes. So if there's something that we played a video on and maybe you couldn't see it uh, or you wanted to see some of the patch notes that we've re referenced or a particular article, we'll have all of those in the show notes. You're know, more than welcome to check that out. So I think that's it. I do want to one other quick note. Uh, I'll say it for the yeah. last time. Uh, for packs, all of those videos are posted and there's a playlist on our YouTube channel. So if you want to catch something from packs or maybe you want to rewatch something from packs, just head on over to our YouTube channel. They're all in there. Everything that we shot at packs. Um, and then also the bonus episodes as well. If you're looking for a little more content, if you didn't catch up on those already, Brian, uh, as always, thank you very much for all your uh, hard work with the prep and getting everything ready to go for the show. I appreciate yeah, it. No we will see you Friday night for Planet Side Arena, not Planet Side yeah. Two. Planet Side Arena, free to play on Steam. Make sure you check it out um, and join us 8 p.m. ish on our Discord, infectionpodcast.com. We'll see you then. Uh, we'll see you for that, Brian. And then we'll see you next Tuesday. We'll be back regular time, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube yeah. Live, and uh, we'll be here seven to. It's supposed to be nine. It's 928 so we're gonna get yeah. out of here that is going to do it for another episode of infection podcast my name is nick craig you can follow me on twitter at nicholas m craig check out my gab at nick of course our website if you missed any portion of the show show notes links all that fun jazz on our website it's infectionpodcast.com thank you so much for joining us everybody have a great week see you next time mm -hmm.